As far back as I can remember, I always wanted to be a gangster. There's no crying in baseball! I ate his liver with some father beans. I skinned. I can change, and you can change. Everybody can change. And welcome to another episode of your next favorite movie. I'm your host, Josh G. And we're back with another deep dive episode. So let's welcome back returning guest. Please welcome back Chad. Hi. <laughs> Sorry, it always takes me a minute to get into this. Chad salutes on an audio platform. It's the Turbo Man salute. <laughs> I, that's true. And welcome back, Chris. Hola. That was just the first thought that came out. For our Spanish-speaking audience out there. <laughs> Hola. That is probably the extent you'll get, be my guess. <laughs> yeah, probably. <laughs> All right, Chris. So, Chris, this was your pick. We're going back to 1996, and we're going to do the deep dive on Jingle All the Way. Can't wait until Christmas? This year, you don't have to. <laughs> I'm trying to find a gentleman doll. Me too, me too. Get ready to jingle. Howard, is there something bothering you? Because this time of year, there's a very high incidence of stress-related breakdown. Ah, Arnold Schwarzenegger. Sinbad. Jingle all the way. Rated PG. All right, so first off, what? This, this movie is not uh, it's not very well liked in the universe I see. It's got a Rotten Tomato critic score of 17%, and the audience score isn't much higher at 38%. So, not too good there. Money-wise, I couldn't believe this movie cost $75 million. I was kind of surprised by that from a movie from 1996. <laughs> That's a lot of money for this movie. I guess it all went into the special effects there at the end. That and I also yeah, saw that I would say Arnold got paid 20 million. Um, yeah, yeah. Well, he was, yeah, he was at you know, this is like one of his peak movies, it you is. know. Well, and you gotta think too, I think the year before he just came off of um, True Lies, True maybe was a year or two. No, I think, prior. I think it's the same year as True is Lies, it the same actually. Year? Yeah, I think they both come out so, in 96. Yeah, yeah, he, he's kind of had that run in the early 90s where yeah. he was a little bit in everything, yeah. So like I said, 75 million. It went on to make 129.8 million. So mm, a little under it's, it's uh, <laughs> a little under the the you know twice the budget required. Right. So right. not really a success. It just sort of almost broke even. <laughs> yeah. Because you say moderate? I don't even say moderate. It, just, moderate? it yeah. didn't even break even. I was gonna say, I know in today's standards, if that was it, you wouldn't even be considered breaking even, but I don't know Agree, yeah. how it was in the Mid 90s. So, as we said, Arnold Schwarzenegger stars as Howard Langston, Sinbad as Myron Larrabee, Phil Hartman as neighbor Ted. Yeah, a, yeah, yes, RIP to Phil Hartman. You have a young Jake Lloyd as Jamie, who then went on to play Anakin in Phantom Menace, Star Wars The Phantom Menace, and Rita Wilson as his wife, which don't know if I wrote her name down. <laughs> <laughs> well, she was she was sort of this constant presence that was around right but but not really memorable well she was just, I, she's memorable yeah. but i just write her i think i write her down as mom the whole time <laughs> yeah pretty much that's how she was and being hit on by phil hartman the whole god time. he was so creepy in this he movie. was his, his character <laughs> was yeah <laughs> and then this movie's directed by brian levant who 
who did such classics as Problem Child 2. Oh, okay. Yep, the Beethoven movie. The Flintstones okay. live action movies. Mm. Ooh, so they had a thing for those uh, family films of the 90s. Family comedies. Family yeah. comedy. Yep. All right, so Chris, you brought this to us. What made you want to talk about Jingle All the Way? Uh, I, you know, honestly, it wasn't like anything specific other than I just thought it would be different than maybe the usual Christmas classics. Everyone's pretty used to seeing the classics all the time, and they're classics for a reason, don't get me wrong, but I thought this would be a little different. And it's and to me, honestly, despite criticism and all that stuff, it's a little fun. You know, so, yeah. So when did you, did you see this? Like when it came out? Yeah. Yeah. Actually, Chad and I, and I think it was I think Ma, I think Madre took us. Yeah. yeah. I remember we actually did see it in the theaters. Oh, wow. Okay. Kids. Yeah. So, and we ended up enjoying it. And it kind of reminded me a little bit of us as kids, like where, you know, he was obsessed with Turbo Man, but we were obsessed with Power Rangers at that time. So, and Turbo Man was sort of Power Ranger character, <laughs> so yeah. to speak. And, battling these little like you know those demon creature yeah, things you know from the mentor yeah. and yeah. they're kind of like the putties for power rangers so it had that similarity to it and then the the power ranger toys were such a craze back then as well with the hunt for those and mm-hmm. you can only imagine what some parents were doing to hunt those toys down and there's just and that goes for popular franchises but you know I, it just kind of gives a little true to what felt like being a kid, you know, when you're okay. big on something and get it for Christmas and blah, blah, blah. Right. So, <laughs> so for me, this was a first time watch. I had seen scenes on like HBO, but I, I never really had the full interest in watching this. So this was the first time watching beginning to end of this movie. Not, uh, not like the great movie. No, but you know, had, <laughs> had some funny moments in it, I think. Yeah, and you and you brought up Power Rangers, and this opening scene is like a scene from a Power Rangers episode. Yeah, you know you have Turbo Man, which I'm glad they didn't do this. It was originally gonna be called Turbo Tom. That would have been terrible. <laughs> that would have been actually. You no, know before we even talk about the opening scene, let's talk about you brought up searching for Power Rangers figures. Oh yeah, but really they kind of they did this modeling it after the Cabbage Patch craze of the 80s. Mm. Yep, that yeah. You ever see some of those clips on YouTube's or in the news clips and stuff like the old news clips for like maybe Black Friday shopping or Christmas shopping and parents going like, those last minute to try to pick up those, to the store, those yeah. big toy items and stuff. Yeah, I remember seeing some new stuff for Cabbage Patch and people. Does anybody remember Furbies here? <laughs> if you well, remember Furbies, comment below. Oh, but well, with the Cabbage Patch, when you actually saw them like tearing shells down, yeah. it was crazy. Well, I mean, it, you say Furby, but actually, Chad, at the time this comes out, it actually ends up being very similar because Tickle Me Elmo is the big item of this year. Oh, oh yeah, that's shit. Right. I thought that for certain that came later, but yeah, I guess that makes sense now. Yeah, I do remember that. But yes, yeah, so we get into this Power Ranger-like episode with Turbo Man and Booster, which I was like, what is this? A pink furry dog? Looks like kind of like Falcor <laughs> in a way. It's like, a pink werewolf. And then they just come bursting out of this mountain. You know, the bad guy's shooting laser. Of course, he's flipping over him. I was like, yeah, this this definitely mimics the Power Ranger stuff. And he's over there shooting turbo disc after turbo disc. I didn't know this guy. I looked him up. I didn't know this guy who played Turbo Man. He, he didn't do much. But I recognized the mentor immediately. 
You guys oh. know Dementor? Who was it, Josh? Do tell. Okay, it was Richard Mole, who, or Richard Mall. I don't know how you say it. It's M-O-L-L. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm talking about? He played Bull in Night Court. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, that was him? <laughs> <laughs> nice. And, and I, of course, we have our own little story with that, because when we worked at the amusement park that year, one of the security cars looked just like him, <laughs> and we all called him Night Court. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> God, that brings back memory. I totally <laughs> forgot about that. Thanks, Josh. Yeah, yeah. Now I probably might have nightmares about it. <laughs> no, don't do like, that. Like it's Richard Mall, Night Court. <laughs> then Night Court or Night Court, Dementor. <laughs> <laughs> Dementor ends up seeming sending the demon okay, team, Josh. aka. We'll say it's the, his uh, nickname. <laughs> yeah, really. That's what he's gonna be to me, Night Court. <laughs> He ends up seeming this team of demons, his demon team, which, like you said, mimics the putties of the Power Rangers. Mm-hmm. Of course, Turbo Man's knocking them down. But as he's doing this, the mentor's getting away with the little boy, Billy, here. And he's setting off something. I can't remember what he's trying to set off. Some kind of thing to blast off, I guess. And Turbo so. Man Anything has to... to destroy Earth, maybe. I don't right. know. Right. I mean, exactly. That's normally what these villains are doing. Turbo Man uses his... Boomerang. I don't know if he did. He have a special name? Did he call it a Turbo Ring? He should have, but I don't know if he I did. Think, I think that's I actually think what it was called. Did, yeah. I think it was called like a Turbo. Ring. You know what? I remember at the very end, yeah, uh, to save his kid, he's like throw the Turbo Ring or something. You're right. Mm-hmm. You're right. Yeah, I think you're right. Then we cut to the title card. It comes up jingle all the way, and I'm like, this movie does not look very Christmassy through this. <laughs> <laughs> I know, right? Like the the beginning of it does not say Christmas at all. Like. Josh is sitting there looking like, are we sure this is Jingle All the Way, or is this an actual Turbo Man? <laughs> <laughs> is this like a horrible, like, Richard, Richard, uh, Richard Mole? No, no, uh, Richard Mole. Oh, my God. Roger Mike, Corman. Roger Corman. Uh, horrible, horrible Roger Corman <laughs> superhero movie. Wait, what's going on here? It's made on a budget. It's made quick. And all we need next is boobies. <laughs> that, I mean, that, was, that was part of his. That's the Roger Corman way. Yeah. Yes, Absolutely. But yeah, you get the title card to jingle all the way, even though it doesn't look Christmassy. Then we cut back, and I don't know who this woman was. I'm sure she was someone famous, but you also have the guy there. He's like, I don't know who he is, but he's Harvey Corman, which we know as Ed from oh, yeah. Mama's, Mama's Family. family. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wait a minute. He looks, I was like, <laughs> oh, yeah. I was like, it's Ed. Uh, yeah. Now we just need Eunice showing up. Yeah, going, Ed. Ed. <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> Get over here. <laughs> oh, man. We need a Mama's Family movie. Right? That's what I always thought. Because, you know, like some of those sitcoms, you know, you dig into some of those characters over time. Yeah. And then next thing you're sitting there going, you know, this would make for a really good movie. But anyway, go, yeah. <laughs> go on, Josh. Yeah, I, I digress. <laughs> yeah, really. Yeah. So then we get to Mentor. He's holding. And he ends up dropping this kid off the mountain. I was like, oh, that's pretty dark. I mean, you know he's going to be fine, but. He does drop a kid, and of course, Turbo Man, before he flies away, he has to say, it's turbo time. As he flies to save, he saves the kid, the mentor gets away, that's how they end the episode. That oh, way you wait. can go on to go to the next, uh-oh. One of the best things was also seeing Jamie try to pretend to be Turbo Man, like doing the rescue, and yeah. <laughs> jumping up and down when seeing Turbo Man rescue the boy and stuff like that. Yeah. Right. That was yep. pretty funny. Yes, you're right. Because he it, it does cut to Jamie real quick watching the show before it cuts back. You're right. And then he's Josh doing that when he would watch mm-hmm. the Green Ranger on Power Rangers. Oh, really? 
And I got the pictures for the proof because he did dress up as Green Ranger. <laughs> I mean, yeah, we all went as Power Rangers that one we year. We did. It was fun. Well, I mean, that's the, we, I guess we could say it here on this podcast. That was fun because, again, when the Power Ranger craze happened, I honestly think we were the first ones to have Power Ranger costumes that year before they were even made. Homemade, so. homemade, homemade costumes. Yeah. 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 And they looked awesome, didn't they? Not. Yes. Yeah. So, so Chris, now if you can get us that picture, we'll have to put that out on Twitter so everybody can see us as Power Rangers. <laughs> and yes, I was the Yellow Ranger because Yellow Ranger was my favorite. Hey, in the Japanese version, the Yellow Ranger was a male. Uh, oh, I don't care. Trini kicked ass. I like yeah, kicked ass, so. Exactly. Before anybody comes in with, you know, well, you know, you know, that was a woman. <laughs> well, fine. It was my first time in drag. <laughs> my first, I mean... first time? <laughs> Good. Touche. So we cut back to Jamie watching TV. And of course, his mom's saying, get ready. They got to go do this. And he's like, but dad's going to miss it. And he misses everything. Oh, yeah. He's getting ready to go to his karate uh, mm-hmm. test. His, yeah, yeah. the karate test. For the blue belt. Right. Yeah. For his belt. Yeah. Oh, we're getting there. We're going to have a conversation. About <laughs> I know. <this. laughs> I have yes, same about that conversation, too. Same here. Yes. <laughs> And of course, his mom's defending Howard. She's like, no, your dad's working hard. He's trying to provide, but he's not going to miss your test. He'll be there. And what do we do? We cut to a Christmas party of everybody just drinking and dancing, having a good old time, eating. But I will say, as they're doing that, Howard is actually taking phone calls. Telling he's actually working. He's working. He's he actually is working, working while they're having this party. You know, he's not just partying around like everybody exactly. else while socializing and flirting with the secretaries or anything like yep. that and, and actually doing... it's the secretary trying to boot him out exactly yeah his secretary yeah. is trying to get him out of the damn office yeah like you need to go you're, you know your son's test is tonight you need to go but he's... you know i can keep you on the phone you're my favorite you're customer, customer. hashtag you're my favorite customer yeah you're my number one customer you're my That's number, number one, one customer, customer. In fact, his wife, oh, I got her name down. Her name is Liz. I did write it there down. There we go, Liz. <laughs> yes. That's right. Liz calls. She's obviously angry. I was like, you're not home. How are you going to be there? And he says, I'll be there for the test. I'll be there. I promise. And as he, he's like, you're my number one customer. Oh, that was bad. <laughs> to his wife. You know, yeah. no, I can't blame him because he was on autopilot at that point. Right. It just came out. Mm-hmm. But of course, his wife was a little like miffed about it. Well, and then understandably so, because again, he knew this was also a thing a he had big to do. night. He had to be exactly. there. His secretary did tell him beforehand right. as well. And then he knew it was important to mm-hmm. his son. And who knows how many times his wife probably mentioned it to him and even right. his own son. Right. So he knew he had to leave and he chose to stay. So it even is. though he was on autopilot, he still He's still in the wrong for that, right? So he, he's in the wrong. I, I, I would will still say these these karate instructors. When we find out how close to Christmas they are, I don't see them putting on these <laughs> tests at this point. <laughs> yeah, I'm right. like, this is a little close to the holidays. It's like what twenty second, I guess. Something. Like this this like, is the twenty third right here. This is the twenty third. Yeah. Oh, because, that's right. Because, because the, the next morning, Christmas yeah, Eve. that's yeah, right. Yeah, exactly. So but how who does we, that? Because I mean, yeah, some people exactly. would be able to make that stupid tournament test thing. Like we'll have that conversation because these these belts was irritating the shit out of me, and we'll get there. <laughs> so of course Howard leaves, but of course what is it? It's before Christmas. There's tons of traffic, like a ton of traffic. He's not gonna make it. You can look and tell he's not gonna make it. And then we cut to Liz, and this is where we first meet Ted. 
played by Phil Hartman in the thing, in the crowd. There, you know, Ted's got his eyes. And of course, he's he's the ultimate dad. He's even got the camcorder out recording his son taking his belt test. And his Meanwhile, son is like the big chubby kid, yeah. tall kid. He's a kid well loved, we'll say. <laughs> right. Doesn't want it for anything. Right. That's true. We find out why. We find out why. Yes. But yeah, Liz is just taking pictures. And then there's this woman that's like sitting behind. She's like giving him cookies. Say, thanks for fixing my door. Oh. Ted. Okay. That's actually, this was actually a pretty funny scene. I have to say, because <laughs> I did like where he's sitting next to Liz, you know, and he's supposed to be like this all American dad, perfect dad, and but divorced, of course. And it's obvious he's got, he's trying to kind of hit on Liz a little bit, you know, kind but of. in the meantime, well, <laughs> You know, right well, I mean, it's in the beginning. He's attracted to sure. her. Yeah, yeah. In the beginning, it's but just... what I like about it was like all of a sudden, it's she. All you know, it's all these moms around <laughs> him. Also, it's like because hold on, what was Phil Harmon's character name? In the Ted. 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 Thank you. She's like Ted. You know, I was wondering if you would come over and take a look at my night, my porch night right. light. That's second like one. Yes. Yeah. And she's like. It just won't get to working or something. <laughs> <laughs> I need you to turn it on for me. And then yeah. like, like, I got cookies baked for you. <laughs> right. One, two, was it like, three or two women? I think it was just those two women in that scene. Two, it yeah. was just funny but, because it was one. And then yeah. Liz is sitting there like, <laughs> what's going on? What? That sets him up this sort of desirable bachelor guy. It does. Yeah. Or that sort of yeah, plays out over the course of the movie. He's got maybe some history with these ones because they're the ones that's giving him presents or that's true you know, they don't asking really him to come like, over because why was, he gets divorced yeah, i kind of got the hint that they may that there's some history there's some history there yeah. between oh yeah you're, you're probably right that's probably, probably why he's divorced too so it, it could be <laughs> could be him doing all these little handyman jobs on the side yes and, yeah and you know one thing he's a it almost like he's a stay-at-home dad to some extent too because i'm like what does he do the alimony payment i guess so but i'm like yeah he's always around he's always around but to be fair we're talking about two days before christmas we're only seeing this short time i can understand him being there but the kid's always happy too so he's not missing anything for his kid you know well that's 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 true. true they do set him up as like this you know, super dad. Like he's know. able to spend time with his kid, but then mm-hmm. somehow able to do other and things for the his other responsibilities. Yeah. Well, maybe maybe all these side jobs are paying the bills. So probably. <laughs> maybe so he's we... just a gigolo. <laughs> maybe he's getting paid. Or I don't think well, I'm just not, saying not, his house is big enough. I was saying maybe he's a drug dealer, but his house not big enough. No, no, no. <laughs> he could he could be a gigolo <laughs> and make perfectly good money for the house that he's got. I was going to say, Chad, you're talking Kevin McAllister's dad here. <laughs> that's <laughs> true. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> now, who wouldn't want a house like that? That's actually. That's what I'm I, saying. But how the I hell mean, was he affording that house and that trip to the Paris for all them mm-hmm. people? Right. It was, oh, yeah. That's another topic on him. But all this, <laughs> yeah. 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 Mm. Home Alone at some point deserves an episode. I promise. <laughs> I agree. But there's a lot to talk about in that, too. Okay, well, so let's, Ted is is getting hit up and we're at the karate tournament. At the karate tournament, right? And, yep. so now we're, we're going down the line. The kids are ay-ya, ay-ya. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> again, power reference, basically to get their <laughs> belt. You know, I remember when we were kids, 
me and Chad did a little bit of martial arts just because Power Rangers was the big thing. So, you know, oh, we yeah, did a little we did bit of Kung, Kung Fu, Fu, you know. And, I was like, we were like, going to bring that up. We're going to bring that up. And so, of course, Jamie and yeah. that kid are taking karate yeah. lessons also. Maybe Turbo Man inspired, you know. Mm-hmm. Well, definitely, Poss- I think. Possibly. feel like a superhero. Yeah, I was going to ask you about that in a minute. We'll get there. We'll get there. <laughs> we cut back to Howard. He's still stuck in traffic. So what's he try to do? He decides to drive up the shoulder oh. of the highway. Not a smart move. Not a smart. I gotta ask your dad's cop. Has he ever had someone do this on him? Do you know? He probably have. I never heard a story really because usually the stories Chad and I have heard were a little more dramatic, crazy, a little more dramatic and crazy <laughs> ones. Yeah. So, but I would say in this instance, I think when we meet Howard, we find out he's kind of an asshole. I think he's kind of like because he's he's a little. I don't know. To me, he's just a little entitled. Like, I'm gonna get around this traffic. I'm gonna go, even though he knows very well that. I will say though, who's my, my, I know my dad has pulled mm-hmm. somebody a bike, uh, a motorcyclist over for going in between the cars. Oh yeah, that's at stoplights, and then like literally pulling up next to him, and then like just shooting off like a cannon after the light turned green. Yeah, I know that's happened before. Mm, okay, that's about the extent. Okay. <laughs> I don't know about a full-on car being pulled over because of something like that, but okay. Well, he gets pulled over, and it's actually by a motorcycle cop. So, yep, brought the motorcycle. So, of course, Howard's Good like, "I'm time. in a hurry. I'm in a hurry." And you know, what? I feel bad for that cop because it's in the cold. <laughs> on I know, right? Riding a motorcycle on and the bike in the, the freezing, snow is freezing mm-hmm. Minnesota weather. Yep, freezing Minnesota weather. That's right. But I guess you know, you live there, you get used to it, at least to an extent. <laughs> I guess, but I'm sending up. No, <laughs> no, ma'am. But yeah, Howard tells him he's in a hurry. And of course, the cops like, "Oh, well, I wouldn't dare want to keep getting- <laughs> exactly." <laughs> That's what I'm saying. It's like a little bit, and that's like everyone else is waiting to get somewhere, dude. <laughs> right? I know. Like re- seriously, bro. Like we're all trying to get somewhere. What the yep. fuck is you doing? <laughs> yep. What makes you special? Just saying. So now we cut back. This is where Johnny's breaking his board and he receives a purple belt. And I'm like, he was wearing a yellow belt. We're going to talk about it. Oh, uh, they go through a whole belt talk. They do go through a whole belt talk. They go through a belt talk and I, I, I brought up the list. So we're going to get there. So now we cut back and, and the cops making Howard take this drunk driving test and he's making him do the point, you know, point your nose mm-hmm. as you walk the straight line. And he's like, say your alphabet. And of course he's saying, he's like, now say it backwards. Bobby's. <laughs> and let me just say something as, as a sober person, I couldn't do the alphabet. No, of course I would have to really think hard. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of an unfair thing to ask some, somebody to do. Trust me, that's what I've always said. I was like, I would fail that test sober because I cannot. I mean, I would probably. I would. I mean, I've never, I've never been given a field sobriety test, but I feel like even walking a straight line, I would fail that. Well, I have no coordination. I don't know. I they they would. The thing is, there's you can tell a difference between someone who's yeah really drunk versus someone who's sober. This is true. That would be different, but I would think repeating the alphabet backwards is. (laughs) I think that would be hard on the majority of people. Yeah, I think so too. There are some really talented individuals who can do that. And right. I applaud you, by the way, guys, for who you can do that. But you just have to learn to visualize the alphabet. Backwards. I know, but even I sit there and go, uh, Z. <laughs> You're like singing the alphabet in yeah, your head. Right. You are like going back and forth. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> yep. 
So next year you're going Z, I don't know. See what I mean? Like I would get all mixed up with that. <laughs> I think that's what they're looking for is to make sure you're able to do it. I think, I think, I don't know. I couldn't, if they expected it perfectly, I'd fail that test every day. Of yep. the week. So I'm like, maybe I'll write it down. <laughs> Oh, yeah, and then just read it off backwards. <laughs> there you go. Like, well, at least I wrote it backwards. Right. Oh, no, no, I'd write it the regular way and just start at the end. And work my way back. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Yeah, I was. that's what I was thinking. If I try to do that hard-ass work, try to visualize it backwards and write it out that way. Mm-hmm. I'd write it down. He'd be like, I said backwards, but like, flip it around. Exactly. Get a mirror. Get a mirror and just flip it. Flip it. Yeah. All the letters will be backwards, but the sequence will be right. You can borrow my compact. <laughs> no, just oh shit. So we cut back to the cry tournament. Now Jamie's breaking his board, earning his belt. But of course, he's looking to the crowd. Howard's not there, and you can tell he's upset. <clears throat> Rightfully so. Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. I partially blame the karate, this karate place, for having it so close to Christmas. It's too close to Christmas to be having this belt test. It's a big deal. But Howard also knew about it and needed to be there. Mm-hmm. And then this next day, Howard arrives. And, of course, he gets there late and, like, the janitor's cleaning everything up. And I'm going, like, we're, we're, did you not notice there were no cars in the parking lot? Like, what the <laughs> fuck are you thinking? Why are you even thinking it's full at this exactly. point? <laughs> and then he gets in there and he's like, I missed it. Oh, shit. So now he gets home. He gets out of the car. He's already... Knows he's fucked up, and of course, what's he see? Ted on his house putting up his Christmas lights. Now, all right, my, neighbor, we're all yeah. How do you hope? Sorry, I guess we looped into home improvement there for a second. Like Wilson, yeah. Howdy ho, neighbor, 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 or uh, or Ned, Fl- Ned Flanders, Ned Flanders. Yeah, Ned Flanders from <laughs> Simpsons. But yeah, I'm like, well, at, if you're already on December 23rd, maybe maybe that year. What's the point? Christmas lights. <laughs> Yeah, that's exactly what Chad said. He's like, I wouldn't even put up the Christmas tree. Well, and then like later on, like she's decorating the tree on Christmas Eve. And I'm like, why even bother at this point? Right. Oh, maybe right. they were waiting for Howard, and Howard was just never did anything about it either. Like were, he didn't even probably pull no, out the they, tree. They, they did make that point because it was his job to put well, we'll get there. The star on the but yeah, and then of course Ted's like, I'm putting your lights on because you didn't do it. And don't worry, I got the whole the whole karate belt test on video. So you oh, not to mention he had extra lights. Yeah, oh that's right. <laughs> so I figured I would just light up your house too and light up your wife. <laughs> and, <laughs> all right. So then we go inside. Howard's telling his wife he got a speeding ticket. And I'm going. Okay, if you cut off to the shoulder, you're getting more than a little speeding speed ticket. Tear. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he, he got off very easily, I guess. She's like, you know what? Don't tell me. Go tell your son why you weren't there. And, of course, what's Jamie watching? A commercial for the new Turbo Man action figure. Before <laughs> Howard gets in there and it's like, Jamie, about your <laughs> test. And then he runs off. He runs <laughs> off. He storms <laughs> off. And by the way, didn't he have a nice room for a kid? Oh yeah, for like a little seven-year-old kid. Yeah, or something? You notice yeah, that, that his was a dream room it was like one, Marvel comics. It was Marvel com- Yeah, and he had a big old Captain America on yeah. the wall, right? Then on top of that, he had this Marvel like the pillowcase with yeah. all Marvel title logos. Because <laughs> I was sitting there going, "There's X Men. I see X Men," <laughs> and including the covers was like Marvel mm-hmm. setup and everything. Yeah, he had some cool stuff in his room. 
Was well, this I guess, a, well, by the way, was this a Disney movie when it came out, or was it a different company? No, I don't Fox. Think. I think it right. Okay. I think it was Fox, Fox originally. Yeah, I don't think it was Disney. Yeah, because uh, I, I mean I know it's on Disney Plus now. That's why I asked. But yeah, I was just thinking like I'm sure a lot of their 120 million dollar budget, whatever it was, their 75 million dollar budget, went to paying, you know, these companies, you know, advertising things because you know like there was a ton of characters. There. You know, there was the Cabbage Patch Kids. There was yeah. Doctor Nowadays, Stern. but I don't think back then it would have been that much. Marvel was, wasn't anything well, back then. As true. As back the then, Marvel went. wasn't really much. Right. Not as yeah. far as the movies went. But yeah, and of course, we get in there. Like you said, he's got the fancy. Hey, look, Howard's not around, but at least he doesn't want for stuff in his room, I guess, right? He, right. Well, he's got material stuff. Yeah. <laughs> it's probably like make the kid happy and make the wife happy, then, you know pay it just pay 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 or right. you know, make the money and stuff he just makes like, money but, and provides you know, them a house and the things but at want. the same time he's missing out on the important things the important stuff the yep. bonding and right. you know the the milestones so yeah so howard goes in jamie's reading a turbo man comic i mean he's got all like you said you're <laughs> noticing all this marvel stuff but everything he does turbo man related it's turbo, turbo man because well, that's the big thing of the moment <laughs> very true very true I mean, me course, and Chad went through the phases where it was He-Man and Masters of the Universe. It was Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Then it was Power Rangers. X-Men. X-Men. And X-Men as well. <laughs> around X-Men and Power Rangers kind of around the same time. And then so, somewhat a little bit with the uh, real Ghostbusters cartoon. Remember that? And Thundercats. Oh, yeah. Well. So, yeah. Okay. <laughs> I, mean, I didn't go through. I didn't, I didn't. Wow, Josh, that wasn't judgmental or nothing. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> Gets me want a Thundercat real bitch. bad. <laughs> <laughs> and Jennifer Coolidge is back. All right. So How- Howard's asking him about the test. Of course, he's like, are your hands registered as weapons now? <laughs> oh, yeah. And actually how Jamie reacted would have been me too. I was like, mm, that's awkward. <laughs> yeah. You know, I'm just going to go to my desk. Yep. And then and he's he like trying, the, he puts he's on trying the to belt. put on the bell, and then he puts yeah, but he puts it around his head. And he's oh, making this. Like, is this it? It's cool. It is cool. <laughs> and he's and like trying to is make how, it how it goes on. Like, <laughs> like, right. Yeah, he's know. making these these bad karate sounds. He's not doing yeah. a good job. It sounds like he's like, oh, I'm like, that's <laughs> <laughs> more like he's grunting and out of breath, and it's like Conan trying to do. Karate, I guess. Something, yeah. Yeah. And then, of course, after doing all this, he finally actually apologizes for missing it. And Jamie tells him he doesn't. In the first place. (laughs) Right. No, he tried to get around that. And Jamie says he doesn't even care that he missed it. But, of course, he does. And he ends up saying this is where we're getting into our our belt talk because he's like, purple is important. It's only one away from green. It's three away from black. And Howard's like, yeah, but I saw you got your yellow belt. And he's like, yeah, but you missed blue. And I'm like. What the hell? This belt what the hell kind of ranking system do they have? So okay, so I knew you guys. I remembered you guys doing kung fu. Do you remember your belt Honest, ranking? I just remember no, because you know we were there briefly. So I remember at least getting just you had to prove to get the white belt, right? Yeah, it's like when you start out, you had no no sash. Well, we had sashes. We didn't have belts. We had sashes. Okay. Yeah, that's right. Uh, but I do remember. Yeah, you started out with no sash, and then you went to white. And then yellow, and then I think green came after that. 
Was there a, there was, was an there orange brown? in there, there somewhere? Orange? I don't know. There was brown, orange. We just knew black, black. I think there was black. Black, right? was, black, the was, like black the was the last one. Black was the last. But they had to. But like the right. thing is, like I remember my time in karate. Like, like when you got past like your white belt. Well, even the white belt too, and at least in the school that I went to, each belt even had its own degrees. So like you would be like a first degree white, right? Mm-hmm. Second degree white, and then right. they'd be like first degree yellow, second degree yellow, yep. and you'd work your way through the different rankings. So, and- right, so so we mentioned here, he got, he had his yellow, got his purple, already had his blue. He's only one away from green. I looked up the karate belt order and it's, <laughs> and my son did Muay Thai and the belt order is very, very similar, similar. to this. Okay. Read it off. I'm interested now. I want to have my brain jogged here. So it starts off with white, like you say, and I didn't look at how many degrees there are, but I know in Muay Thai there are degrees as well, yeah. so I know that is how it works. But you go white, yellow, orange, green, blue, purple, red, brown, black. Now, the only okay. difference in Muay Thai is it went brown, red, black. Everything else was uh, the same. Yeah. But I was like, good Lord, did they just, they're like, <laughs> fuck it, we're just going to throw out Yeah, because I, I remember like Pretty blue, much. I remember blue being like one of the more advanced, um, you know, belts and stuff like that. So, yeah, it was kind of. Uh, threw me off and he's like before that was blue and blah blah." (laughs) and i'm like golly what's what are they doing here (laughs) which by the way you know what it is the ranking system is bullshit that was something that only really started at least from what i understand only really started when people wanted to actually have something in exchange for what they were learning probably um because in like the ancient systems they didn't really have in those old schools they'd never really had the ranking systems it wasn't until you know people started paying for you know lessons and stuff they wanted to have something they could show so they came up with this ranking system but that's that anyway okay. moving on well, <laughs> and then i was just gonna say secretly we know jamie's already at black <laughs> <laughs> okay <laughs> well i mean hey he does that big kick towards the end so you know. oh, at the end <laughs> okay that makes him a black belt right there that makes him black belt there yeah, the okay. advanced fighter he's only a mortal combat champion that's right <laughs> so of course howard wants to know what he can do and what does jamie want he wants the turbo man action figure yeah i like when he goes through the list <laughs> of all the things the turbo man doll can yeah, do multi-action arms and the shooting things and <laughs> Now the, turbo, the, the yeah. talking, the talking <laughs> the, action thing, the talking. and then I like at the end he's like, "Battery's not included." Battery's not included. Right? He does the whole commercial basically. <laughs> yes, you're right. I want the Turbo Man action figure with the arms and legs that move, and the boomerang suitor, and the rock and roll jetpack, and the realistic voice activator that says five different phrases, including "It's Turbo Time." Accessories sold separately. Battery's not included. And right, you know, he's like that little kid. So he's got that little. Thick, you know, <laughs> speech impediment. Like, Batteries not included. <laughs> and then he's saying that all his friends are getting anybody who doesn't get one this year is a real loser. Oh, what kid <laughs> hasn't said that, right? Right. You're right. You're right. You know, I can relate to that because I remember being a kid and being able to tell my parents, like, you know, if I don't get the Super Nintendo, <laughs> well, I'm not, gonna be a loser. <laughs> well, not, not all that, but you know, when he was going through talking about like what the action figure could do, like, yeah, I could remember like being into that stuff and telling my parents the same thing, and them kind of being a little clueless to me, like. Yeah, but you know what? <laughs> Got to give mom a lot of kudos on this. And to anyone who has a mom like this as well, 
any when we were kids, we could tell her exactly what figure, the name of that figure, yeah. what franchise that figure was in, and she would remember that mm-hmm. stuff. And then when it came time for around Christmas time to do the shopping, yeah. she would go hunting for it and she knew exactly she what it was. Yeah. Dad was I don't dad says he was okay with learning it, but I feel like when I was a kid he didn't really know those names. <laughs> but mom would be have to be the one that would, I think, lead the charge and was like no, we're looking for, you know, like Teenage Mutant, we're looking for Chrome Dome. He's got the silver vac metal on him and black on it. So look for Chrome Dome, you know, that kind of thing. So, but she was always good at that. Yeah. I had to no, give her a lot of props for that. Yeah, Audrey was good at that. Oh, okay. That's good. That's good. I mean, I didn't ask for a lot of figures, but I pretty much got what I wanted. So can't right? say if I yeah. remember them being good at it or not, but I guess you're right. <laughs> I never thought about it like that. Because me and Chad were so particular in a way. Like, yeah. We we actually at one point had almost just about, I think, all the TMNT figures in a way when we were kids because that was we had a lot. that big thing. We had a lot. And so we just kind of knew what characters we were missing. And we would, I don't know, I guess we just drill it to mom and she would just somehow know it. I don't, I don't know how she did it, but she but would. But I guess it. like maybe it's easier for, you know, because I mean, you're a parent and like, I guess it's a little easier for you to be able to remember things because you can just make a wish list on Amazon or something. Just well, refer nowadays, to that yeah. list. You'd be like, oh, okay, yeah. yeah. Whereas know, back then, mom would have to try to, to write it down and memorize it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I was going to say, it might have been what it was. She was going off and writing it down as soon as you told her and you never Probably, knew. Probably, yeah. She memorized it. But she actually says that she had fun doing the hunting for that stuff, which was funny to hear from her. I, you know, so many years, she's like, oh, I had a great time hunting it down and finding it for you guys. And then you know, we were not a rich family by any means. No, <laughs> not by any means. I mean, we rented. So, <laughs> <laughs> do we look so, like we're made out of money? <laughs> we rent. <laughs> but oh. when Christmas time would come around, when we were kids, I don't know how they did it. I don't know how they pulled it off, but they would just make it feel pretty magical mm-hmm. and you know you really like we would have see presents around the tree the night before or whatever but then the morning of you know there'd be like two groups of unopened toys if you will or not packed uh well, wrapped just, up toys they just make it look like santa yeah they made it look like santa like, came yeah. and laid it out and it, you know chad would have his stuff on one side of the couch mm-hmm. and my stuff on the other side of the couch and you just feel like Oh, this is amazing. You know, and they were just, even though they only had like maybe two hours of sleep of that, yeah. <laughs> you know, having to, to do a lot of it. But, you know, now I don't know how they pulled it off, but they did. So now we cut back to Howard and he's telling Liz that they were bonding and he told him about the Turbo Man action figure. And she's like, I told you two weeks ago to get that Turbo Man. Of course, the look on his face. Oh, shit. Just like a man. (laughs) To forget. But And just like a man, what does he do? He says he got it. She wasn't looking. He lies about it. Well, he's also a businessman, too. Rule one-on-one in business. Always say yes. Figure out logistics later. That's true. That's true. And she's like, well, that's good. Because they're laying down. She's like, that's good. Because they're impossible to find now. And you're like, "Uh (laughs) uh-oh. Yeah. Then we cut to the next morning. <laughs> Jamie's eating Turbo Man cereal. Boy, this Turbo Man is huge. And of course, Howard has to leave to go find the Turbo Man doll. 
But of course, he's saying he's got to go to work, and he's telling because he said he forgot it. Telling Liz he forgot office. it there. Mm-hmm. He's just saying he has to go to work, and this is where we learn it's Christmas Eve for the first time. That's why I like it's Christmas Eve and you're doing this. Oh God! Oh geez. So that leads me to this question: What? How, tell me about some last minute Christmas shopping. You guys ever went Christmas shopping on Christmas Eve? Uh, yeah, I know we have before, but not, but not rushing because we didn't uh, get anything. It's yeah, more kind of like maybe like a last minute. Yeah, gift to find. Be like, well, you know what? I feel like I need one more gift to even it out. <laughs> kind of but deal. To say, but to, but to <laughs> counter that too, I would say I've never like saw it worth battling over crowds mm-hmm. or anything like that. Because I'm like, you know what? If there's too many people there, it's not on my journey today. Yeah, <laughs> I'm just not going to do it this year. Yep. I mean, there's yeah. been some moments where I think we kind of had to go through it. Just be like, oh my god, everywhere we go, it's going to be busy. So it was just. Keep it short, simple, and sweet, and that's it, and move out. But Autobots. <laughs> <laughs> I wish we could have been an Autobot and just get people out of the aisles. What's that lady said on um, Mad TV? Sometimes you just got to cowboy up and get the hell on out of there. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but uh, oh, I, don't, I can't think of a worse experience, like a really bad experience. Mm-hmm. But the only I thing I say is that. I mean, Black Friday. Um, that's, yeah. I haven't seen like horrible thing not like the videos that you mm-hmm. see on youtube or something but you know definitely seeing because i mean we went out a few times on black mm-hmm. friday but usually we'd wait till that yeah, initial wait crowd till that initial, yeah, after the initial rush but yeah later. like seeing like standing off to the side and seeing like people just like ripping mm-hmm. displays apart and stuff like never, that's yeah. insane but no never anything crazy on christmas eve yeah, I think, I think the only thing that bothers me is the crowd of people. Yes. Like right. if you're in, if you're trying to look at something in particular <laughs> and then all of a sudden you get this crowd of people around you and they're just trying to like maybe even look around you as well and you're like, "Yo, I got here first. Wait your turn. <laughs> or people not knowing how to navigate their bodies yeah. when they could have gone easily the other way around, but they yeah. want to like somehow squeeze in between you and then something else. Yeah. And you're like, there's why there you can go nope. around over here. Why would that's oh that bothers me so much. I hate that crap. And then I told Chad one of my other biggest pet peeves, people leaving grocery carts in the parking lot. Yep. Yes, God. <laughs> I hate that so much. If you hate like, it, not putting it in the carousel, the the cart collector mm-hmm. thing like that bothers the and fuck then, right out when it's just right there beside them right there beside, yeah. beside them and i have to say i know this is gonna sound bad but louisiana we lived there for a year new orleans yep in new orleans the worst at <laughs> keeping horrible lazy bone lazy people. bone people to keep <laughs> carts in the parking lot like literally there would be a cart in the spot mm-hmm. in the parking spot right next to the cart collector thing and i'm yep. like why couldn't you just you know, or yeah, it's just bad. five steps away. It's just like five steps away. Five steps away, maybe. And still, it's like, that's nope, too far. I can't do that. I can't. I mean, that. I know it's hot down there, but for Christ's sake, <laughs> put your carts in the cart collector. Yeah, hot or cold, get it in the cart collector. It's not <clears> that, not that tough. And don't dare not use that, that damn excuse. Well, they have employees for this. No, 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 no. Uh, uh-uh. be uh-huh. responsible. Put your fucking cart back. Yeah. <laughs> The employees oh, have to get it from yeah. the cart collector. Exactly. And then also, <laughs> people who pick up stuff and leave stuff on there, because I work in retail. But when you pick up a giant stack, stack of, of stuff, and then you want to be like, 
oh, I can't get this. But then you want to leave it like in different parts of the store. Because you change your mind. Because you change your mind on something. No. <laughs> like, I'm just going to wait. Find an employee, give it to the employee, or put it back where you got it. It's not that hard to figure that out either. I put my stuff out when I go shopping as well. Like, What's horrible? Like, I put it do back. that shit at the grocery store, but they have like, you know spoil like stuff that can spoil if it's not staying refrigerated you know you see like a pack of meat like yep. mm-hmm. sitting by the cash register and i'm like why oh. like why didn't you just give this to this employee to say hey i don't yeah. want this instead oh, of just yeah. sticking it and you know what was nasty to <laughs> right like there. the store i work at right so we had that the big sales blow right i'm going around fixing up some stuff and the line you know was huge earlier that day mm-hmm. gigantically huge so as i'm going around cleaning and making sure like things are straightened up I find that someone had found an energy drink that we sell. They decided I'm going to drink my my energy drink in line. And they left the empty can (laughs) with CDs. What a fatty Magoo. Yeah. (laughs) Like, really? Really? And then someone even leaving like their dirty ass mask on the floor. I was like, come on now. Throw your fucking mask on the ground. Pick up your trash. Pick up your garbage. Sorry, guys, going on the time. Where is the humanity? Because, <laughs> you know, like, I think because we're coming up on that scene, right? Where now he has to go to chase the Turbo Man doll. So he ends up going to the toy store. I think the next in this next scene is actually. Not yet. Not yet. Not yet. We're getting there. Not yet? Okay. Yeah. All right, so Josh, lead the charge. Yeah, where are we the, at? The now? shit that happens at that toy store. <laughs> I felt bad for those employees. Oh, man. right. Yeah. No, first we learned Jamie wants to go to this holiday parade that's on Christmas Eve. And of course, Turbo Man's gonna be there. He's gonna be the main event, not Santa Claus. Turbo Man is the, the main, main event attraction. Of oh. And of course, Howard's leaving. He runs into Ted, and what, what do we find out? Ted's getting Johnny a goddamn reindeer for Christmas. <laughs> That's <laughs> right. That's right. Oh my god! <laughs> kidding me? <laughs> like a reindeer? And he's like, "Don't worry, I've been scouting this deer family down at some lake in Minnesota, and after the we give him, we're gonna release it to them." And and then he's telling him that. No, the, it looks like ice out there, and you need to put chains on your tires. He's like, I'm gonna put chains on you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Oh, and he also informs him that he got Johnny a Turbo Man months ago. Yeah, yeah. knowing he's he was bragging about be it. Great. Yeah, and then of course this is where he gets to the store, and of course there's a line waiting for the store to open. This is where you comes through, Chris. Oh he's my god! The yes, crowd. that's part of where the tirade kind of comes in correlation with this. <laughs> But first, he's got to meet mailman Myron Larrabee, played by Sinbad. <laughs> and this is where we're going to get into our new segment of Who Could Have Been Who? Now that we've met our oh, two okay. main stars. Interesting. Go ahead. If you notice at the oh, beginning, wow. this was by 1492 Productions. And of course, that's Chris Columbus Production mm-hmm. Company. And he actually wanted Joe Pesci to play Myron. What? <laughs> <laughs> I, Joe I, Pesci? <laughs> I guess after working with him in that's just so weird Home to alone. think Joe Pesci in that. Yeah, I guess so. But I'm just sitting there like, I want that You know. But the reason they didn't let him is because he's short, and I'm like, wait a minute now. Arnie that's what I thought too. I was kind of like, yeah, but Arnie's already played with Danny DeVito twice. Danny DeVito's shorter than damn Joe Pesci is. Yeah, but like, like, in like terms the- of being that antagonistic character that myron kind of is especially when it gets to like the whole turbo man dementor thing well yeah that would have been joe pesci was very very intimidating yeah yeah 
Well, that, that's fair. But also, they considered <laughs> Daniel Stern the other half of the bandit. <laughs> oh, God. I mean, it'd be like, Howard? <laughs> <laughs> and then this part, this part's crazy. Phil Hartman actually read for the part of Myron. Oh, were, okay. That would have been pretty funny, maybe. Yeah. I could probably see that. Well, they they said it didn't feel right, so they, but they liked him for the part of Ted. Mm-hmm. And then the only person I could find that was considered for Howard was Chad, one of our favorites, Tim Allen. <laughs> oh, 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 no. No. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah, I don't think that works in this movie. No. And I think <laughs> again, this it's like the, the same Pesci thing, too. <laughs> thinking of him, like, again, the whole Turbo Man, the mentor thing. It's kind of like, can't really Plus, picture I think, that. I think the same year the Santa Claus comes out. So Tim Allen was doing okay with his Christmas movies. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, that was the time. Okay. So like Tim Allen, he's kind of a, I want, I don't want to say controversial figure, but he kind of is now. Yeah. But well, nowadays, but back nowadays, then, well, he was well, America's no, dad. Even back, back then, then, he was he America's was. dad. Exactly. Like, he was, but he also had some trouble even before Home Improvement. Yeah. Well, yeah. 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 So, before that. Yeah. Yeah. But, but he, at that uh, time, he was on the success he from, was on, home, from home. You know I mean? like, he was like right. the beloved, the beloved father figure. figure. Yeah. yeah. In America, we loved him. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Nowadays, we're just like, mm. <laughs> Tim Allen. Mm. But so anyway. 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 <laughs> I don't think Tim Allen would have worked for Howard. No. Not in this particular case because of what so either. develops toward the end. I just can't see Tim Allen. Come on, you want to see Tim yeah. Allen and Joe Pesci stand off against each other? <laughs> Uh, it just wouldn't work. I don't think. I don't mm, no. <sighs> yeah, that's just some weird casting because I'm like, it's weird. Yeah. Mm. Right, but so Tim that- Allen would have been a big bankable <clears throat> name at the time for a family film. Yeah. Well, he did all right for Santa Claus, like yeah. Josh said. So right. that became yeah, a big exactly. hit later uh, that same I year. I think it right? was the same year. Yeah, I think they came out the same year. But now we get Howard and Myron talking. Of course, Myron says, "My son wants Turtle Man." Of course, he's talking about Turbo Man. He doesn't know. <laughs> This this would have been uh, based on your story. This probably would have been your dad calling it. Ah, oh, he wants to turtle. <laughs> yeah, I think so too. Even though he likes to claim that he he knew exactly what we're looking for, and I I'm like, Dad, you can hardly remember some of the stuff that I want now. Like, uh, oh, okay, funny. I love I love you, Dad. <laughs> love you. <laughs> then Myron goes on this tirade. He's talking about how it's all a ploy by the government to get people to buy all this stuff and go out and fight each other and all this shit. And he gets carried away to the point that he starts choking this woman. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is where I give Simbad credit because he really brought so much energy to this role. And I think he was really the one that brought a lot of the funny moments mm-hmm. in the movie, too. So, yeah, especially in those moments of levity where we needed to laugh. Yeah. Because I think for Schwarzenegger, like, he's not, I wouldn't say he's necessarily humorous. It just kind of, it's unintentional humor. It's humor in moments where you don't expect the comedy or the humor. Yeah. But Sinbad does, he has that right timing and rhythm for Mm -hmm. able to do that with this character and to play it off of Schwarzenegger. So, but in this moment, he was funny because I like to, he's like, (laughs) He's like, it's all a mind game. I know. I was in psychology in junior college. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> he's like, it's just so they can take all the money from me. And joking that woman. And everyone's looking at him like, what? Do we need to step in? 
Yeah, they weren't rushing to her rescue by any means. <laughs> I like that he's in his, his uniform he's too, his by the way. Post, and I'm sitting there thinking, uniform, like, yeah. is, is he like doing this on while he's or working? While he's working. <laughs> well, the thing is, like, there's other scenes down the road, like where he's running down the street, he's, like throwing shit out of his yeah. mail bag, like he's delivering mail. <laughs> That is true. It's <laughs> Christmas true. Eve, so it's got that last rush of getting, you know, getting the mail out there. And of course, <laughs> as as they're waiting in line, we see the guy, the employee waiting, and he knows he does not want to open this door. Oh, I course, don't like, either. I would, uh-uh. Everybody's no. screaming, open up, it's time to open. You know he's nervous. Yes, and how many know. times have I heard that from people, too, at the door for opening? God. That got on my nerves. And people... <laughs> Pulling at the door. Pulling at the door. Pulling at the door when it's like <laughs> 10 minutes or 20 minutes before or even after. And it's like, there's a sign on the door with the hours. Yeah. How do you not know this? Exactly. And then if it's, you pull on it and it's not moving, why are you going to pull on it again? <laughs> yeah, really. Uh, so, of course, yes. Yeah, there you go. You can't read doing these re- days. Doing the same activity over and over again, expecting a different, different result. result. Yep. Pulling the door enough, maybe it'll unlock itself. Because I'm special. <laughs> I need my movie or food kids. or whatever. <laughs> uh, so, of course, he opens the door. The crowd rushes in, knocking this man over. And you, you guys talked about pulling down the shelves. That's what this one guy does. He jumps oh, for something that on was the top bad. shelf. And pulls <laughs> the whole <laughs> thing, thing down. <laughs> that came off of like, yo, boss, you're fixing that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Uh-uh. No, I've had some shells fall off before, but mm-hmm. hopefully not like that because he pulled no, that actually, whole thing. Over. I will say I did actually. The one time I had where it was really bad was one a time I was fixing the shelf of like these Japanese soda drinks, and they could be heavy bottles, and if you put too many on one shelf, it could come crashing down. So. This is like one of my first times working. I'm still new to working there and I'm tasked with doing this. And when you know, it came crashing down <laughs> shelf to shelf to shelf. Oh. <laughs> and it was a whole mess of like yeah, suddenly yeah. broken bottles of Japanese soda everywhere. Everything gone. And it could, <laughs> but I came close where it could have almost hit my knee and, you know, cut me up or whatever. But that was bad. Oh man, I I felt so embarrassed. I was like, "What?" Yeah, that's probably the worst I've ever had. But it was because it was my fault. Okay, so. not some guy leaping. Nope. <laughs> not to because of some guy off. leaping. No. I yeah, mean, that would that would be bad. No, I've had other people knock off maybe a shelf. That's about it. <laughs> not like multiple shelves like that. <laughs> so Howard and Myron they run back to the Turbo Man section. Of course, they're seeing. Booster and Dementor, but they don't see Turbo Man himself. And they oh, ask, Oh, yeah, was like, No, is it later? And he's like, Boo, we don't want Booster. Yeah, that's that's <laughs> like, that's like, <laughs> I think that part comes later. So they asked the employees, one, one was a young Chris Parnell, who I know from, I think, yeah. like Saturday Night Live and stuff. And mm-hmm. I, I recognized him. And then he turns around and tells his, his other employee or whatever, he's like, This guy, they want Turbo Man. And they're, of course, laughing. It's like this manic <laughs> laughter, like terrible. Because <laughs> 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 you know, the yeah, big old hot item. Yeah, because this there's this woman that hears them, and she's like, "They want turbo." And like the whole store <laughs> starts laughing at them because they want a turbo man on Christmas Eve. 
Where's the Turbo Mons? <laughs> <laughs> and they tell him Turbo Man is the best-selling Christmas present ever. But they have plenty of his Simpleton partner booster, they say. Simpleton partner. <laughs> That's what they call him. They call him, they call him his Simpleton partner. I had to make that note, yes. That's what they called it. They called it his simpleton partner. But of course, Howard being Arnold Schwarzenegger, he gets the employees. He's like, you tell me about the last Turbo Man. And he tells them about some woman that had a Turbo Man on layaway and she just slept with him. So, of course, what do they do? I thought Josh said she just slept with him. What? <laughs> left with the turbo man. She just left with the last turbo man. She left. <laughs> it was a combination of the left. <laughs> so, of course, Dear, you're going to have to enunciate for me. Apparently so. <laughs> Howard goes to leave and Myron pushes him down over a display so he can take off for the for this lady. And then what's Howard do? Instead of getting chased, he's going, I don't know what I'll do. And he starts driving this remote control car to chase him and ends up tripping Myron up. And of course, Howard runs by him. Poor baby. Poor baby. (laughs) Poor baby. Poor baby. (laughs) He goes outside and he sees this lady. He sees the Turbo Man. For some reason, if you're going to get a Turbo Man, well, you you display it in your back windshield so everybody can see. And poking out of the bag. It's like, Dear, dear listeners, this is how you get your car broken into at the holiday season. That's true. And then the police can't do shit about it unless you catch somebody in the act of actually doing it. There you go. So he takes off running after, and of course she hits the gas, which I would too. If someone came running after me in my uh-huh. car, I wouldn't also <laughs> yeah. display the hot item of the year for no. right in my back windshield. But then, of course, we get a little montage of Howard checking all the different stores. And they're actually playing the Jingle Bells, Jingle Bells song as he's looking, not finding Turbo Man. Finding Booster and Dementor, and it shows different people laughing every time he asks for Turbo Man. (laughs) (laughs) And then he comes up, he gets the one store, and they have like a Turbo Man cardboard cutout. And he punches it, and of course it slings back like like an inflatable wood and hits him. (laughs) <laughs> and then he's like trying he to tear it and, yeah, and, then he and the parent and like all these parents look at him yeah. like what is he doing hell I probably would have just taken that but like here's your damn turbo man exactly <laughs> give something shit better you than said, nothing right I was gonna say yo, you, you said everybody's got the turbo man figure nobody's got the damn cardboard cut out of turbo man <laughs> that's true you're the cool kid now it's a life size cutout. <laughs> Josh has learned how to spin things since he's had kids. <laughs> <laughs> yep, there you go. I, I like it. So now we cut back to Howard's house. Ted and Johnny's over there. Jamie and Johnny are arguing over who gets to be Turbo Man versus who's going to be Booster. <laughs> I guess nobody's going to be Dementor. I mean, somebody's got to be Dementor if you're going to play this game with each other. <laughs> I guess. I, maybe. Richard Mole scare maybe Night Court kind of scared him. Yeah, but I mean, if you're if one of you is being Turbo Man, but I being agree. Booster, what the hell are you gonna do? You're fighting nobody. They don't have any other friends. They're their only friends. It seems like in this movie. Well, we could. They could be doing like what we did when we were kids. You know, when it was us neighborhood kids. And Imaginary. We fighting. played Power Rangers, and we were all Power Rangers, but we just imagined fighting, you know, Aliens monsters and. and no, that's <laughs> true. That's true. But then it's like, look what I can do. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, okay, Stuart. But uh, 
I think I'd rather be Dementor than be Booster, but hey, it's just me. Oh, that simpleton partner. That simpleton <laughs> oh, partner. you simple blessed soul. <laughs> this is why you don't. This is why you don't get into like solo superheroes and shit because then all your friends and you are going to be arguing and fighting who gets to be the superhero and who gets to be the shitty sidekick character. Oh, there you go. The That's simpleton partner. The simpleton. <laughs> Always stick with groups, you know, Thundercats, X-Men, X-Men, Power Rangers, Power Rangers <laughs> Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, TMNT, Ghostbusters, that too. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody can pick something, even though there's always that one character that nobody wants to be. He married Shiro. <laughs> there you go. So now we cut to the kitchen. Liz is making cookies. And of course, Ted's being overly creepy here. This is where I first made my note that he's being really creepy. Yes. He's like telling Liz, oh, you deserve some rest. Go take you a hot shower and I'll make these cookies. Don't worry about it. So she goes to leave. And he, of course, first thing he does, burn his damn fingers because he's putting on an act. Maybe he's not as good as mm-hmm. we think. And the kids are being loud. And he yells at him. I'm like, oh, he's starting to break here. His little super dad. And then, of course, who calls? Howard calls. And, of course, Ted answers. And of course, Howard's mad. Why the hell is Ted at my house? I, I would be, too. I mean, right? I would be, too. Well, and then on top of that, Ted is kind of picking at him a little you know he's kind of doing it on purpose like no, i'm at your house and and I, fuck too. oh and she's taking a shower you know right and i'm making cookies <laughs> right because then he says he's making the cookies and he's like, and he's like mm, they're so good that's my cookie <laughs> yeah stop eating my damn cookies <laughs> Yeah, and then of course he said he's telling her, "Tell Liz I'll be late. I'm, I'm not gonna make it yet." And of course, we know Ted's not gonna damn tell no. him he's late. Well, and the other thing too, let me just say, like they must be like super close friends right. if like she feels comfortable taking a shower with a man in the house, like another like, man that's maybe. not her husband. But right. she probably felt okay because the kids were there too. But still, and so his attention will, <laughs> is going to be diverted to. To the kids, so not really. They're kind of but playing still, on their own. I would feel uncomfortable. <laughs> just saying. I, well, I know you're saying, but I'm guessing that she just thought it was okay because he's always been friendly. All like, the I think she would have sent her kid like but... over to his house or something. Yeah, right. Like that would be another thing. But like he was in their house. Like why would right. you just leave a guest? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, to roam around your house while you're in your most vulnerable state upstairs. Well, and then. She is kind of weird where she sort of sees where obviously the neighborhood women like him, mm-hmm. but she's also kind of playing ignorant by just like, eh, maybe he's just too friendly. Right. Yeah. Yeah. They're friendly. Yeah, that, she almost actually, maybe she's like, yeah. yeah. And then it makes you think, well, is she making Howard jealous a little bit? Mm, I don't know. I think maybe her thinking yeah. is more along the lines of if she just keeps it platonic. <laughs> right. And it won't. But she's also letting him do all these things exactly you know what i'm saying yeah. and knowing very well that it probably would bother howard yep i mean i, th- I would think so. i think i think it would bother anybody's partner mm-hmm. so and you know it's it would do that yeah yep. so now that's we- a little theory just a little theory okay okay now we cut back myron shows up and he wants to team up with howard now granted if you even find one you know you're just gonna find mm-hmm. one there's no way in hell <laughs> you're finding two of these damn things but of course, Howard, ah, I'll do it alone. I'll do it alone. And then all of a sudden we get this guy running out of some toy store screaming that they've had a delivery at Toy Oh, yeah. So, of course, what it's do like they a, do? 
a police stakeout thing. Like he's on the run. All these parents get in the car and they zoom. Well, they try to zoom anyway. They take that's true. That's true. Myron can't get the damn mail truck to start. He's he's struggling. (laughs) Get get his bag in the door. And then, of course, Howard gets his started, but he puts it in reverse. What's he do? He backs right into that damn mm-hmm. same motorcycle cop from mm-hmm. the night before. And of course, and he tries to lay some more. Up, he tries to like pick up the bike yep. and everything, and then he realizes the mirror. cop is standing right there. there. That, yeah, because the cop's coming out, I think, with coffee or whatever, mm-hmm. coming out from getting his coffee. And Myron rides by, and he's laughing. And then, and then I guess this is the Toy Works place. It looks like a fucking big mall that this place is in. It does. Yeah. Oh so, yeah. No, they they. It, I think it was a mall. It was, they shot it, it in was, Mall of America. So it's that. So this Toy Works is supposed to be in this mall because it looks yes. like everything he goes to out here is part of this damn toy store. <laughs> like a big yeah. part of this is part it of the is, toy store. Yeah. They're all looking out. There's like a ton of people surrounding this employee, and this employee's up on a platform. He says, "Oh yeah, the manager guy." Of, yeah. Mm-hmm. He's telling him, oh, no, shut up, no, shut up, I'm the king here. He's basically doing a king speech because he's in power of these Turbo Man dolls they got. I like to, like, everyone's kind of complaining, and he's like, because of selling demand, the Turbo Man figures are, like, what, three times more than what I think they so, normally yeah. are or something, something like that. Well, I think I, I wrote down double the price, yeah. They doubled the price of the normal. And of course, and all the parents are like, oh, and he's like, and, of course, we got plenty of boosters boosters and that's when that's when he's in there he's like boom no we don't want booster <laughs> yep that's the part you were thinking All about you're right did that too they're like boo they're like i already got effing booster already <laughs> yeah i'm sure everybody has booster that wanted him at this point but yeah he's giving out like balls like a damn lotto they're trying to get balls, and of course, what do they do? They track all the employees, so the balls go flying in the air. So all oh, those employees balls... toss them up there, like yeah. No, one of them fell them down, there, right? and the and the bucket flew up. Okay. Yeah. Oh my yeah. god. Yeah, that was crazy. And this ensues. <clears throat> Howard. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, and he gets the ball, and then it's funny when Myron jumps on top of him, and he's like, sprays him with the pepper Mate. spray. Yeah. He's like, ah. <laughs> but I like what he does to get Myron back. What what makes so sense? Myron's got the damn ball. Go get your damn dog. No, he gets up and starts fucking dancing in front of him, gloating from it. I'm like, you yeah. dumbass, you got your damn ball. Go. So of course Howard tells him, Hey, he's got two balls. Get him. He's got two balls. <laughs> two balls. <laughs> that's a double entendre joke. Get them. <laughs> <laughs> and, and and that's what they do. The people go to attack him. The ball starts bouncing. Howard goes chasing. It's like going down an escalator. Howard's jumping over the escalator. <laughs> yeah. I oh, like you said, you said it's the Mall of America. I've never been there. It must be at least three floors because it goes down an escalator. It's, it's huge. huge. It's I mean, enormous, I've never yeah. been there, but I mean, you can look up videos and mm-hmm. pictures and stuff like, and it's just this enormous structure and it's just kind of gross because it just embodies everything about capital consumerism well it was, it was popular i mean there back in malls, the 80s i mean malls, shopping malls were a yeah. huge thing back in the 80s and 90s but right it had everything so i mean you're yeah. able, but a lot of movies that were shot in the mall of america yeah so yeah i mean i don't know if mall of america's still the biggest mall i don't know i mean yeah, sure there are other malls that sure. may rival it nowadays yeah, yeah. but I mean, but shopping malls are slowly closing down anyway. Yeah. So, Unfortunately. Sadly. It used to be the, the social place. <laughs> used to be the sh- social place for sure. Yeah. Arcade. Remember our mall, guys? 
East London. East London. Yeah, you remember East, our mall? East Charlotte. <laughs> we'll go to the arcade all the time. That was fun. Yeah. I remember walking to that mall, actually. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you walked to East London? I don't remember that. I don't. I walked to it with my uncle. I don't know if I walked to it with Oh, him. okay. Damn, you walked down the far. street. Yeah. It wasn't just down the street. It was, it was a short walk to it. It was probably about... It was less than two miles to that mall. Yeah, it wasn't. I guess so, but... Yeah, it wasn't. That was that a bit far. of a trick to think from where we lived to there. Yeah. Anyway, he goes down, he jumps over the escalator, and then he has to, he slides into the glass and it drops down another level right into this kid who's in a stroller. Of course. <laughs> yeah. Right? Yeah, right. So then, of course, he goes in, he's chasing through the kids now in the playground, and he's trying to taunt the kid. The kid's taunting him. This little girl, actually. <laughs> yeah. The kid's taunting him with the ball. So, like, puts the ball in her mouth. And he's oh, like, God. Yeah, that's gross. You don't know where that's gross. Kids, ugh. <clears throat> I don't know. That kid just put it in her mouth after it bounced all over the place. everywhere, touched so many hands. That, that's like, a kid for you. That's a kid for you, though. That would definitely happen. Yeah, I feel <laughs> like kids are just sticky in general. <laughs> and that kid, <laughs> that kid will wake up on Christmas Day with a tummy bug or something. Oof. Probably. Probably. And of course, Howard, to get the ball out, he just starts squeezing this kid's cheeks. And that's too <laughs> And then, like, her her mom, I guess, comes up to rescue which I mean, rightfully so. Mm-hmm. You see some no, strange yeah. man grabbing your child like that. Yeah, no. These parents are in the right, and they're beating the shit out of him with their purses, <laughs> calling him a pervert, chasing him away. And you know what? I agree. She's got the ball. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, what the fuck does that mean? You're in a ball what pit. What does that mean? Of course she's yeah. got the ball. <laughs> She's in a ball pit, sir. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> of course, he 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 says something about wanting a Turbo Man right as he's getting by the Mall Santa. This yeah, great Mall Santa by Jim Belushi here. Got to love, got to love Jim yeah. Belushi here. And he's like, he's like, hey, come sleazy here, easy ass Mall Santa. Yeah, yeah, very sleazy. Did you say you want a Turbo Man? <laughs> <laughs> I have one, and then he calls his elf over. And the, he's like, show him the picture. And he's got a picture. He's like, this was taken this morning. <laughs> the <whole laughs> <entire> <laughs> like a um, bad drug deal going on. Like, hey, psst. got this for her. That, that's what it's like. And where they go, that's how it feels. But for, he's, he's, I forgot how, how we're saying it, but he's basically ripping him for being a Santa. He's like, you show me some respect. I'm Santa. As he's saying this, his beard oh, is yeah. literally falling <laughs> off his face. <laughs> but then we cut. I guess it was time for Mall Santa to switch out because all of a sudden Jim Belushi and the elf are in the car with Howard as they're going down. Right. That's why I said, I guess they're switched out Santa's and he's telling them where to go and they're going down this shady back alley, not where you want to be going to get this mm-hmm. toy, right? <laughs> and of course, he goes in, Jim Belushi knocks out the jingle, he does the Jingle Bells theme to knock out and he's like, what's the password? And he's like, Jingle Bells, Batman smells. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And of course, we go inside and it's a warehouse full of Santas. And I noticed as they were going through, and you see him a little bit later on. I was like, "Is that Vern Troyer?" And yes, it is Vern it Troyer. Was. Yeah, uh, okay. That's the mini yeah. Santa. Yeah. And then, you, and then you get a bunch of women dressed as Mrs. Claus, and they're all counting money like drug dealers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh my god, that was funny. And then, of course, once they're in there, he says he tells the elf, "Go get the go get the Turbo Man." And of course, Howard's questioning this whole thing. 
And the Santa's making this big speech of how he does it for the kids. But what does he do? He wants three hundred dollars for this turbo. Yeah. Now like, I don't know. Do they, ever, <laughs> yeah, do they ever say the price of the original turbo man? Like they say they doubled the price. He asked for three hundred, but I don't think I ever I heard the actual I don't price. Think they did. So I'm gonna guess it's probably a fifty dollar toy. So when the guy asked doubled it, it was a hundred, and now this guy's wanting three hundred. That's my guess. God, even that's a lot for back then. <laughs> fifty dollar for fifty. Turbo yeah. Or, yeah, hey, that that toy did a lot. It shot turbo disc. It said a lot of different stuff. I can see them charging. But that you know way. what? Here it is, almost thirty years later, and the Turbo Man doll actually became a real thing as a Walmart exclusive. Oh that's wow! Yeah. yeah, you have it. No, <laughs> no, I, but I have seen it on Walmart shelves before. Oh, wow. Okay. I don't think I have. So they, they bring it out. And of course it's wrapped up in the package and he's like, he gives them the money and he's like, and he starts to open. And he's like, no, no, don't do that. Don't do that. And of course, when he does, he presses the button and starts speaking in Spanish. And he's like, well, that's the fun and educational version. It teaches them multilingual, you know, to teach them to be multilingual. And of course, then he opens up the box and the damn thing falls apart. Yeah. And of course, the jumbo she's like, "Uh, we'll just we'll just wrap it up in the box, and it'll be okay." Right. And I recall he says, "You guys aren't nothing but a bunch of sleazy con men in red suits." Which, of course, that gets them all offended, and they start gathering around. And then Jim Belushi Santa calls Howard a chicken, and the other Santas all laugh. <laughs> and then Howard, I mean, obviously it's a kids' movie, so this is funny. He pulls the beard all oh, yeah. the way back. <laughs> It lets it snap oh, and it man. knocks. It it makes Jim Belushi do a uh, like a, a backflip, backflip there <laughs> back up flip. against a pole, and he's like, "Get him!" <laughs> and then falls out. Yes. Oh man! And then all the Santas attack him. Oh, and but the, I love little Vern Schwer. Right, but first we get Karate Santa with his candy cane nunchuck. <laughs> So then Howard picks up one of those giant candy cane decorations, starts knocking out all the different Santas. And then in comes, did you notice this giant yes, Santa? I did. Chad, yeah. did you notice? Yes, I did. Okay. Okay. That's right. Well, it's a big show. Paul but White. <laughs> this is 96, Paul White. So he's still going as the giant at this point in WCW. WCW. He goes to them, use that big candy cane. The giant just breaks it pretty easy. Mm. And then. Here's where Vern Troyer drops down. Mini Santa drops on his shoulders. The giant goes to punch him. Howard ducks oh, down yeah, just enough. And he knocks the shit out of his He's like, sorry. <laughs> sorry. Sorry, little buddy. And then Howard gives the giant Santa a little punch and he's knocked out. And I'm like, wait a minute now. He just broke that damn candy cane. Knocked this shit. Knocked this little dude 50 feet across the room. And that little punch knocks it's a shame. No impressive fight. Yeah, right. It should have been a big action. It should have been a big moment. Yeah. Yeah, it should have been a little bit better. Colossus versus Juggernaut, or like, yeah. Right. Megatron versus Optimus Prime. (laughs) Yeah, they could have made that bigger than it was. Versus Darth Darth Vader. (laughs) Yeah, should have been something there. And then, and then the elf comes out from behind. He actually has a taser. He ends up shocking Howard. And then in the ass, by the way, right (laughs) in the ass. In the ass, got me in the ass. The Santa's dogpile, dogpile on Howard. But now all of a sudden, I don't know how they got wind, but the police come through. <laughs> and I love that their code word for the police is Grinch because they was like, "It's the Grinch. We gotta go." It's the Grinch. <laughs> yeah. 
And of course, they they clear out these Santas. They're arresting different Santas. They question they question Howard. These cops must suck because Howard picks up this toy badge and he <laughs> and shows quickly the, flashes. He, quickly he, flash, does, flash. he does quickly flash it. So I guess okay. But he's like, you, I spent three years doing this operation. Blah blah blah. And he, but and he eventually freaking like a bunch of terrorists. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Spent three years undercover on this operation, <laughs> and he gets out. He never pays for doing this. He impersonated a cop in this scene, and he never has to pay the consequences right. for so doing this. That's the thing. In this movie, like I couldn't help watch it. I'm like, man, they are breaking so many laws right now. They're going to end up in jail for the rest of their lives. Oh, yeah. And you don't see any of the fallout oh. from any of this. No. Especially later. Oh, my God. Later when they're at the radio station. Yeah. <laughs> no, but you know the one person who does end up taking the consequence, which we'll reveal at the end. Right. Yes. And I'm like, of course. Of course. <laughs> of course. <laughs> Yeah, we'll get there. Right. Yeah, we'll get there. We're getting there. <laughs> so now he he's gone. Now he's back to driving, but of course his car runs out of gas as it plays. I'll be home. For of course, right? <laughs> I have that. Yep, that plays. He's now he's pushing his SUV to this diner. Ran out of gas. Yep. No, he ran out of gas. Now we cut back. They're having the Christmas party in the yard, and the reindeer's out there, and of course. Johnny named it Ted after his dad, which comes into play. <laughs> oh, yeah, was he? He's like, I named it Ted after my dad because he's the greatest dad in the world or something yeah, like that. Up the super dad thing. Right. And we see Ted getting more compliments from the women in the neighborhood. And then Jamie's telling Johnny that his dad's so cool. And Johnny and Johnny tells him, yeah, he wasn't this cool until my parents got a divorce. Maybe oh, your yeah. parents should get a divorce and your dad will turn cool too. That's Jamie rotten. Kinda, that's yeah, that rotten. Is, that's... Oh, that's pretty bad. I was like, <laughs> mm, who wants to hear that? Right. If, and, I, and, if I heard that from my kid, tell that to someone. I've been, I'll be pulling my kid to the side mm-hmm. and having a strong talking to. Right. And luckily, Jamie, you can tell he looks and he's like, I don't think I want that. And he, mm-hmm. he runs up to the house and. <laughs> This next part, I swear, I had to pause it. This part had me laughing. It's a cheap, it's a cheap joke, but it had me laughing so hard. So the phone rings. Of course, it's Howard, and he wants to talk to Liz. And Jamie says, "Oh, she's just next door petting Ted." Oh man! It's like, oh man! Oh. And like, even even Howard's like, "What? Wait, what? What? What's happening here?" Yeah, uh, that's the the good thing. Like, if you kind of pay attention to the movie, there's those little innuendo jokes there for the adults to pick up on and enjoy right, right yeah <laughs> i mean obviously he's talking about the reindeer because he named it Ted, but they had that shit had me laughing <laughs> i can and see then, josh just rolling on the couch just <laughs> couldn't stop laughing oh it was funny and then J- jamie gives this big speech about how he needs to keep his promises howard's never keeps keeps his promises and he starts talking about you said it about turbo man and all this and Howard loses it here, and he needs to keep his calm because he's the one fucking up. He's the mm-hmm. one making the mistakes. But he's like, I'm tired of hearing about Turbo Man. You need to drop it. And of course, Jamie says, no, you never keep your promises, and just slams the phone down. So he's not going to tell Liz yeah. that he's still out and what's going on. Then we realize Howard's making this phone call from a phone booth in a diner. I've never been in a diner that has a phone booth inside it, but I guess well, the, I'm sure I, I think there. they have existed. Yeah, I, I would think so. Have. But, of course, he comes out, and who's in this diner? Myron is back. <laughs> Uh-oh. And then, I love, they're sitting down to drink coffee, and Myron pulls out a bottle of liquor from his pocket. Yeah. And pours <laughs> it his I mean, after the day they had, they kind of deserved that mm-hmm. little break. 
<laughs> they do. They do. And here we get Howard. He's telling a story about years ago building this clubhouse for Jamie and how happy Jamie was when that happened. Mm-hmm. But I guess since then, he's kind of gotten really busy, you know, and he hasn't right. been able to spend that bonding time with him. And Myron says, you got to do that because he never forgave his father for not getting him. And apparently I looked it up. This was a real toy, a Johnny seven OMA gun, which is a one man army gun. That was a real hot selling toy. And he's like, and Myron says, my neighbor got that toy and now he's a billionaire. I didn't get the toy, and I'm just look at what me. I'm just a loser with no hey, future. Yep. He's just drinking the beer. I, oh, but that's funny when you said that because then it, there's the <laughs> he sees the image of Myron and then Jamie his own and the son. I'm dressed yeah, like I got, I got that. Yeah. The, <laughs> <laughs> and the way Jamie was there, he's like, <laughs> yeah, Jamie's like, <laughs> here's to you, Dad. It's like one of those like crazy moments that kind of. Like when we watched Planes, Trains, and Automobile, like where John Candy was dressed as <laughs> the devil. Yeah, right. It's like, it's like that kind of crazy flash, you know. They has that kind in. of John Hughes. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. But I mean, I gotta say, that's kind of putting the post office down. That is not like a loser job. No, no, no not by make means. pretty good money. Yeah. That's a pretty that, good career. They're to federal have. employees. <clears throat> that and they work. They have to work really hard, though. It's, mm-hmm. it's and they get treated like shit, time. you know, by yeah, by people. So respect to all the postal workers out there. For real. So yeah, especially like, this time of year. Yeah, yeah. Well, think about it. he he he's out. I guess like you said, doing his post office job, but also trying to find a toy. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know if he's even had time to do his job the whole day. <laughs> Well, the thing is, though, if you notice everywhere he goes, he's carrying his damn tote bag yep, with him. Right. So obviously, got- I think he's working. He's just he would drop <laughs> shit off as he's going. Like, what was there? They're running on that earlier in the film when they're running, and he's just like throwing mail out of the back. No, no, I'm no, thinking that, that's that was like when they're to- running to the uh, to the radio station. Yeah. Which, oh, that's to the radio station. Okay, never yeah. mind. Yeah. I thought that was earlier. Which this is when the DJ comes on saying that they have. One Turbo Man, and it's the first caller to identify all eight reindeer will win. And, of course, Howard runs to that phone booth, but he ends up having to... Uh, Mauron's trying to get in. He smashes his hand trying to get in. Howard calls. He gets through. He's about to give the answer, and Myron pulls... I thought he pulled the whole phone cord out. I'm not sure if that's what he did exactly or not. But then they're destroying this phone in this diner. And the guy that works at the diner, he's like, you know, the the radio station is just two blocks down the road. You can always just go there. I'm like, that's all you have to say after they're having this After they destroyed fight? the phone, yeah. So, of course, they stop and they look at each other and they start out dashing. the door. Yep. <laughs> dashing. Dasher. Dashing. Yeah. And, of course, as they're running, Howard is sitting there saying the eight reindeer so that he has the answer. <laughs> and, like, and I put it. I guess you're right. I guess Myron's delivering mail. I wrote down he was throwing the mail at Howard. That's to try what I to thought. Stop I thought he was throwing the mail out in order to get rid of the weight or something from, that's, <laughs> from the back. That's true. Yeah, that's, that's another true. thing. That's I thought he was point. throwing it, hoping it would trip him up somehow. Like he slipped on it, but he might be right. <laughs> he might have been trying to get rid of the weight. But of course, Howard makes it for. And as you go in, you hear this caller that got through, and he's like, "Randy, Jermaine, Tito." Like, oh yeah. Oh, these are all Michael Jackson brothers, by the, the way. Jackson, right. five, Jackson yeah. five, yep. <laughs> And of course, Howard, Howard banging on the window. And you guys like had a crazy to love person. This. Yeah, like a crazy person. But you guys had to love the DJ here. It's Martin Yeah, Moore. Martin you know mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. With the ponytail. With the ponytail. <laughs> yeah, with the ponytail. 
I was like, I know we got, I know we all know him from Roseanne. I don't, I don't know him from much else though. I'm guessing he's you guys a, he do. He started an episode of Golden Girls. That's another place I know him from. Yeah, he's sort of yeah. been everywhere on television. Mm-hmm. You okay. kind of see him in different places. Yeah. So he's got his ponytail. He's calling security, and like Chad said, saying a madman is there. Because yeah, if he comes up just banging on the window, yeah, I'd be saying big angry too. Austrian guy banging <laughs> on the windows. Irish. <laughs> yeah. It's- and and he he rattles off the reindeer quickly, and then Myron well, he shows shatters up. the door when he opens, right. like when he breaks it open, like the window, the glass, and the door shatters, and he's like, like of course the DJ is like terrified out. I got mm-hmm. the answer. God, I'm blitzing. <laughs> Actually, do you guys know all the reindeer names? No, I can't do it. Yeah. Let's see, let's Chad see. was actually trying to remember them a few nights, like a couple Dasher, weeks Dancer, Prancer, Donner, Blitzen. Oh god, comet! Oh god! I, I want to say Cupid <laughs> after that, but Cupid's one of them. Yes, okay. I think Cupid's one of them. Oh okay, comet, Cupid. Oh no! Well, <laughs> wait, Blitzen and because they all rhyme. They like, rhyme like together. Two, yeah. two each at rhyme almost, or something like that. I want to say like <laughs> Blitzen and Nixon or something. <laughs> Shit. Well. <laughs> You were close. Right. I mean, that's Sorry. actually a lot of. You good. a lot of names. Yeah, so. I definitely wouldn't have known. And then Rudolph, Rudy. Well, Rudolph, Rudolph, Rudolph for yeah, extra. Say, Ru- yeah, Rudolph doesn't count as the eight. No, but he does. He 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 comes in later. But the eight <laughs> were rude to him. They the were eight mean. were awful to him. Just saying. So, so was Santa. I mean, if we're going Santa, by, good point. <laughs> God, Santa was an asshole. <laughs> Until he's like Rudolph. Will you light the night away <laughs> with your big right. red nose? So Myron shows up. Power's telling him, too late. I've already got the correct answer. And, of course, Myron, <laughs> I don't know. Myron brings out, he brings out a package, and he says it's a homemade explosive device. He says, and again, through the mail a major the crime, a major crime <laughs> being committed right here, a terroristic <laughs> crime. Very much so, very much so. He, sa- he says, they come through the mail all the time. I kept one in case I ever needed it. And of course, Howard now, now is, trying to be friendly. They still believed him anyway because I'm like, wouldn't it have blown up at some point if you kept it? Like, how would you evacuate if it's wrapped up? I don't know. You know could what I mean? A, like, it could be a remote signal. But at one point, it's not what he made. But at one point, he throws it. That could be the activation trip is throwing it, and when it lands, it can activate I it. Guess. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know how bombs are. I'm not a bombs person. But anyway, he throws it. <laughs> it lands, and it's fake. Not yet. Up. Not yet. Not, Not yet. yet. Okay. <laughs> oh, it keeps going. Now, Howard tried to play his buddy with him. He's like, we we tried to work together. And he's like, no, I tried to work with you. You're the kind of man who laughs at my knee socks and my safari hat in the summer. And, of course, this one, the DJ does laugh. Myron says, you're the kind of man who puts his trash can in front of the mailbox, so you have to get out of his Jeep just to put the mail in. And then this is where he actually, he's so upset, he accidentally throws it in the air and it falls down. And it turns out it was just a music box. And then the DJ hearing all this goes, wait, did you guys actually think you were going to win a Turbo Man? No, this is a certificate for a Turbo Man. Once they're available again. Once they're, yeah. Which would be <laughs> after Christmas, of course. <laughs> Myron gets mad. He pushes Howard into the cassette <laughs> cassette rack. Mid-90s, got a cassette wall here. Mm-hmm. And he runs out, and what's he do? He gets caught by the police. So Howard tries to sneak around the back, and of course he gets caught by old motorcycle cop again. At this time, Myron pulls out another box, saying this is an explosive. 
And of course, Howard knows at this point, okay, he's lying. <laughs> Who knows what it is, but it's not an explosive. Myra's like, you know, I work for the post office. You know, I'm unstable. You know, I could go postal anytime. Again, <laughs> terrorist, terrorist, uh, terroristic threats. Terroristic threats. Yeah. Yep. And Howard, Howard tells me, yeah, Myra's totally insane. And, and Myra's, the crazy thing is, he did that in front of police. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and Howard's committing a crime too, being an accessory to this whole thing. That's true. That's true. Well, he's taking off. Myron's telling the cop, you better put your guns down. Put your guns down. He's putting it down. He's like, he puts down the bomb and then he runs off. And then, of course, the motorcycle cop picks up. They're like, no, no, no. What are you doing? What are you doing? He's like, oh, it's no big deal. I was on the bomb squad for 10 years. (laughs) Then we cut to Howard outside and Howard's down in the street running. Myron's running across like one of those bridges that connect buildings or something. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Sky bridges and things, whatever. And then, of course, we hear this kaboom. (laughs) Well, first it cuts back because the cop actually says, "Ah, we've been duped. This isn't. This is a fake." And then he opens it up, and then you boom. He cuts outside and behind. Yeah, Howard. Howard's like, "Oh shit!" And then Myron, (laughs) when it goes out, he's like, "That's a sick world we're living in. Sick 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 people. people. Sick people." But like, you're the one that set this up. I and know now here's the weird thing. Bomb, but... That bomb, I think, would have killed the police at that point. <laughs> yeah, I mean, There's no just... way they would have survived. That Nothing left. Especially behind. the guy that was holding it. Like, yeah. His hands and his head probably would have blown off. Well, later yeah. you do see him with uh, his hands wrapped. His hands are wrapped, but that's it. But still, he had his hands. <laughs> his hands, like his face and everything's fine. Yeah, I, I made that note. I was like, it cuts back and they're all like covered in the soot and the black and stuff, but they're they're all survived. I'm like that bomb was big. They're all dead. I'm sorry. And I like what the the fellow called. He's like, and how many years was that on the bomb squad? <laughs> oh, and then we cut back to Howard. He's slowly walking back to the to the diner, and someone has stolen parts off his SUV and has wrote "Merry Christmas" on it. As, as oh, that was bad too. I felt bad for him. I was like, ooh, I'd be yeah. mad. Yeah, after the day he's already been having. Yeah, just to add on top of it would suck. We cut back to their yard, to the Howard and them house. We see Christmas carolers singing. We get a glimpse Pretty of Howard's car. Figgy being pudding to- is Chad's favorite part. <laughs> <laughs> they were saying that. I was like, what the fuck is figgy pudding? Like, uh. And then the entitlement of these people singing, bring us some fig. Like, you're not going to say please? <laughs> <laughs> They're going to sing it, right? Please bring me some figgy pudding. They didn't say please, though. That's the thing. They were just like, bring it to me. Get out of here. Go get a job. Gosh, Chad. Get off my lawn. So is he the tow truck dropping off Howard? He's going home. That's the tow truck's taking that. I don't know. You ain't taking it to a damn mechanic. That car is uh-uh. done. But <laughs> but he goes in and what's he see? He sees Ted putting the star on the top of the tree, which is no his is his tradition. Of course, he's seeing it from the outside. He doesn't know yeah. that Liz is inside questioning what he's doing, saying that mm-hmm. you know this That's is Howard's job. Saying. This is what he does. He just sees them together, and remember, the last thing his son told him was Liz was out there petting Ted. <laughs> but oddly enough, even in this particular scene, he's more concerned about Ted putting the star on the tree. He's not like he's in because he's like he's in my house putting the tree, putting my star on my tree. And I'm like, you're not even gonna mention the fact that he's like in there, like getting friendly with your wife. Well, I mean, I guess. By him putting the star on the tree, that's his role in the family. That's his. Yeah, that's that the Ted's signature. Taking. The signature Howard thing he does every year. That's 
Because apparently he's very busy, but he can take the time to put the star on a tree. Well, I mean, then, it shouldn't take then five Howard seconds gets to, to put thinking. The he gets to yeah. thinking. Yeah, you're right. He gets to thinking. He remembers Ted saying that he had that Turbo I Man Johnny months. A Turbo Man months ago. <laughs> <laughs> so what's he do? He should be going to jail again because he goes and breaks mm-hmm. into the house. Breaking and entering. <laughs> Good God. So many crimes are being committed in this movie. And... And I'm sorry, but if you're going to get your son a Turbo Man, maybe don't wrap it in Turbo Man wrapping paper. Exactly. <laughs> it was just such a dead giveaway. I was like, I, but I, I do think it's kind of funny that he assumed, oh, that's the... Well, I mean, I know he said that I got Johnny the Turbo Man, but imagine if it was like he picked up the wrong one and it was actually Booster in the package. <laughs> it would be, but I mean, he presses it to make sure it's... Oh, I know. Yeah. yeah, I was just sitting there thinking, like, how funny would that have been, though? <laughs> it, you know, been it, was, the wrong it was actually Booster instead. <laughs> it it should have been. Up, you know? I don't know why. I would never wrap a Turbo Man in Turbo Man wrapping paper. <laughs> right? My goodness. And, like, other presents were wrapped in other wrapping paper. It's not like that's the only wrapping paper he used that year. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> But now it cuts back. Ted and Liz now. Oh, I like outside. how he had, a, by the way, a train going the whole time. That little electronic train. Oh, yeah. Even while he was out of the house. So I'm like, you left that little train going on the whole time? <laughs> well, I guess they were just next door. So he didn't worry yeah, about but it. Yeah, for a while, right? Because is that the same day where he's also making the cookies making the while she's in the shower? Yeah. Yeah. I don't, I don't know if they've gone back and forth because they're neighbors. But yeah, he, he, he might just leave it on the whole Christmas season. Who knows? <laughs> And that thing making that noise the whole time going beep beep. Yeah, maybe he turns it off at night and that's it. Oh, that'd suck. Have it on the whole day. Beep, beep. Well, it doesn't matter. He's not there. He's not hearing it. Well, that's true. He's at Liz's house. She's petting him. He was petting the reindeer, Chris. Jeez, stop being dirty. But no, oh, now they're outside, and this yeah. is where they're listening to Chad's favorite part about them singing the figgy pudding, because they're listening to the <laughs> where Ted actually puts his arm around Liz's shoulder. That's going to be Chad's new nickname from now on, figgy pudding. <laughs> it's his model. Shut up. It's your model name. Shut up, Chris. <laughs> Chad's a, a model now. His name is figgy pudding. <laughs> Everybody welcome to the stage. Figgy pudding. <laughs> Walk on the runway, figgy pudding. <laughs> Uh, so Howard sees him outside, so he has to go out the back door. And then as he sits there, he's like, what am I doing? I'm still in front of my kid. Like, at least it hits him. It took him a while. Yeah, at least it, it took him. a while. Yeah. He's making poor decisions, but he, t- he turns around and sees the reindeer. And he's like, nice doggy. <laughs> <laughs> and of course, the reindeer growls at him, chases him. He ends up knocking some statue over. I think it was Balthazar. He says later, he says it in a minute. Yeah, Balthazar. He, and it rolls What's into the Balthazar. It was that little know. thing that he uh, ended up kicking into the fireplace. But I mean, I'm, no, but but I'm what, not sure. What is, what is a Balthazar, though? I'm not even. I don't yeah. know. I'm not sure what it was either. At first, I I think maybe one of the Christmas first things I thought was, um, I thought obviously it was like the baby Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> that was more. That would have been awesome. <laughs> I thought a baby Jesus <laughs> into the fire. I thought it was a baby Jesus that was kicked into the fire at first. And then he kicks it through the window. Because that's what I thought for many years. It's like, and then he kicks a baby Jesus into the fire. So. Well, yeah, he kicks in the fireplace. He locks the reindeer. The smoke alarm goes off. He pulls it out of the fireplace, trying to stomp it out. Eventually kicks it out the window, like you said. 
And that's when Ted sees it. That's when he's like, how bizarre. So I don't think it's the baby Jesus. And it was funny because like the head flies out the window or whatever it is, like flies out the window and like the carolers like disperse screaming. Right. Well, I mean, you don't know. A head comes flying out. (laughs) But I like too that he decided to use his scarf to try to put out the fire rather than the snow that it landed on. Like right there. Because there was a lot of snow that was right there. He could have just quickly packed onto it. He's like using his cashmere scarf to put it out. I make too much sense, Chris. Come on. (laughs) (laughs) That's right. For movie purposes, it's got to be the scarf. Right. And he comes out and Liz questioning what he's had. He's like, what do you have? And then he realizes it's the Turbo Man. He didn't put it back. And he's oh, like, you know, also what? said, I'm Turbo Man. <laughs> yeah, you're right. It, it did say it. And that's how they figured it out. And Liz's like, you know, what? I don't want to hear anymore. You've done enough it lying. Like, <laughs> she was just like, well, it looks like you broke into our neighbor's house and you're stealing his kid's present. I don't need to hear anymore, Howard. And then she turns to Ted. Ted, can you drive us to the parade? Ted, get the car. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> actually, you know, I just realized, you know who probably could have played Liz in this movie and made it a actually kind of a bigger role? No offense to Rita Wilson or anything, but you know who I thought for a second? Hmm. Sally Field. <laughs> like, now? Now! <laughs> <laughs> She's too commanding, though, I think. I say, I think it would have been too much for this role. Probably. Mm-hmm. But it would have been Liz... kind of funny because she would have had that good comedic offbeat from Schwarzenegger, yeah. too, and been like, Howard. Howard! <laughs> but Liz was very much the straight shooter in this one. The whole right. time. Like the straight, the straight character. Yeah. The whole time. The whole time. <laughs> anyway, Ted... sorry, keep going. <laughs> Ted turns to look at Howard and he says, you can't bench press your way out of this one, I guess. I guess that's a jab at his little weightlifting career he had. He's like, because he's all big and muscly. Buff. <laughs> and then, of course, after that, the reindeer's coming back, and he runs, and Howard just knocks the <laughs> shit out of him. He's like, oh, wait. He's like, now's not the time or something no, like that. No, he's like, you started it. <laughs> no, no, no. Before the deer ran to him. Oh. Because he did say, I think, didn't he say something to the deer when it was like, or and he's like, I am not the one to mess oh, with yeah, right now or something like, like that. Yeah. Maybe so. Him. Maybe, maybe he hey, did. Yeah, he I, might maybe, I, know right. what I just don't know exactly what he said. That was something along And then the after he punched it, and that's when the deer's like, ah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That, <laughs> that deer's face, though, it reminded me of the Tommy voicing with the deer in the car. <laughs> and it was like, eh. So he's like, you started it. And then it cuts to Howard. He's outside giving the reindeer beer. <laughs> And that uh, deer's like, <laughs> but it's fashion. It's fashion. <laughs> well, wait, is, is it fashion, Chad? <laughs> uh, then Howard, he sees some picture of, I don't know if it's that Jamie drew or Johnny drew of the family, but either mm-hmm. way, Howard's like, okay, it's time for me to finally keep my promises. So now it's parade time, and they get out, and they're pulling up to the parade, and this parade's already starting. I'm like, you guys knew this parade. This this was your whole day's plan was to go to this damn parade. Why are you still late to the parade? Makes no sense. Exactly. Like, damn, Ted, you're supposed to be <clears throat> super dad of the year. You couldn't get there on time. I guess waiting for Howard, hoping he'd show up in time. I guess that's right. true. And he had a comfort Balthazar, who's so not Freddy Krueger, <laughs> right? <laughs> so they let Johnny and Jamie get out. They go stand with friends while Ted and Liz are going to go park the car. And I made the. I was like, okay, so this parade has the tick, the animated version of the tick. Uh, yeah, you, know? yep. mm-hmm. you got Leonardo from Ninja Turtles, like you were talking about. 
I saw Gumby, Ernie, Sonic the Hedgehog. I saw some Rock'em Sock'em robots. Saw Cabbage a box Patch of Kids. Cabbage Patch Kids, a box of crayons. <laughs> I love that the kids, I don't see the kids doing this, but they get so excited and high five over Cat in the Hat. They're yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, I don't, I don't know about that, but okay. <laughs> yeah, I thought around there we were kind of, well, sort of, somewhat around their age around that time, I think. But well, we were a couple years older, maybe but. a couple years. But I don't think at that time Cat in the Hat was in our age range necessarily. <laughs> well, true, true. We get a quick cut of Howard. He's in the taxi. Of course, he's in traffic. He's like, can you not get me through? He's like, where am I going to go? So he gets out and he starts trying to run there. Now we get the actual scene of Ted parking. And this is, he's like, you want some non-alcoholic eggnog? (laughs) (laughs) And he's like, come on. Who brings that? (laughs) Yeah. Who, like, who keeps that in a thermos and brings it with them to a parade? (laughs) Ted does, But you know what? He was happy when the kid, his kid asked if him and Jamie could go ahead and they go park and he because yeah. he had liz alone i got him. liz <laughs> yeah so yeah exactly what he's gonna do exactly because that's what he does he's you know he's telling her to share her feelings with him she's saying she's fine she's like liz you deserve better in fact he calls her lizzie right here and she's like lizzie yeah she's like <laughs> mm. <laughs> he's like come on you know i'm a good shoulder to cry on he pulls his <laughs> head down towards her well, yeah, that's what I meant to say. I, I guess I, th- I thought I said it the right way. Yeah, she he pulls her head. Yes. <laughs> she He's like, we can't hide our feelings anymore. And then he starts talking about it all began at the Labor Day barbecue. So, <laughs> when she asked him how to marinate ahi tuna. That's what got him so. <laughs> and all good. she needed was some Italian dressing. That's all she needed. That Chef's just, kiss. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. There Fish you go. <laughs> I know, right? So, of course, at, at this point, Howard's there. He sees them in the car. You know, Ted's leaning in. He doesn't realize Liz is actually pushing away. He keeps seeing at the wrong moments. But here you go, Chad. Who did we run into? Motorcycle cop again with his hands wrapped up. <laughs> and he's he's got his coffee. And, of course, he ends up knocking the coffee in the air, knocks the cop down. It's falling on him, burning his wrapped up hands. He's like, <laughs> He can't move, and then somehow he's like up fast and up chasing, fast and chasing Howard. Yeah, I, I, I was like, he's up already. You know what? He didn't get some meat. He's like, let's see, he's like the was it the T one thousand, the T one thousand Terminator. That's what yeah. it was. We cut back real quick. This is he just quickly Liz. melted to the floor and then got back up and start chasing him. Liz now hits Ted in the face with a cup of eggnog, which looks nasty, but yes, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> especially at the towards the end with what the kid says to him. Oh yeah, oh. <laughs> we get Howard running from the cop. He ends up hiding off in this building. And it's funny he goes in this building. The cop goes in the building, takes like two steps, and then he's like, "Oh, he's not here." I'm he's like, like, "This is a big, expansive <laughs> building." He just walked into. Why the hell would you not think he's there? But that was okay. a malfunctioning T one thousand at that point. <laughs> I, I, I guess so. And of course, Howard's there, and some guy comes in. He's like, "Are you the guy? Are you the guy?" He's like, "What?" And he starts putting on the suit. And of course, it's obvious to tell oh, what it is. Yeah, they're, they're trying to make it seem like it's going to be a big reveal. And there's like a whole team of people there just is. ripping his clothes off and putting the the costume mm-hmm. on him. And the guy, the I guess he's like the stage manager, if you will, is going through being like, you know, 
Did you read the new the new changes <laughs> that we made? Did you go over that conversation we had on the phone? Blah, blah, blah. There's new controls. There's three different ways you have to do it in order to activate the thing. Like a jet the nitro, the, the yeah. jetpack. He's like, oh, and by the way, the guy you replaced, he's doing really well today. He's got brain waves. Which is a very good sign. Right. You know, so sorry that happened during rehearsal, but hopefully we've made all the changes that we need to. And he's like, what? Yeah, no kidding. Something went bad. Very bad. <laughs> which we got to find out why, too. So. Oh, and then and then we get our first we get we get them booster costume. And you, you guys recognize this guy, yes, right? I, I, told Chad, I told Chad, I was like, oh, no, because he kept going off. He's like. There you are. Where the hell are you? You know, he's just kind of going it's off so smoking. Good, yeah. And I'm like, calm down, booger. <laughs> yeah, yeah. As soon as Chris said that, I was like, that's where he's from. So I was like, racking my brain. I was like, who the hell? Where have I seen this guy before? Yeah, because this this line actually it got it gets cut out of a lot of when it's shown on TV. They don't say this because I mean, he's like, I've been sweating like a dog in a Chinese restaurant. I was like, oh, that doesn't bode well. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> no, I definitely they, not. Did they cut? I don't remember seeing that. Did they cut that out in the uh, Disney Plus? Oh, I can't remember because you know remember. I don't remember his because he was kind of going off yeah. quickly, so I can't remember for sure. Oh, they might have, I didn't but I have that. the now I kind of want to. But I have the Blu-ray so, Plus yeah. uh, version again. Hmm, okay, I didn't think about that. So now we're back to the parade, and of course they reveal Howard dressed as Turbo Man coming up on his own float, and he's the main event. And I'm like. I don't. I know the toy's big. I don't buy him as the main event. Damn it! <laughs> of course, he's just standing there, not knowing what to do. And Booster's yelling at him, "Wave, you idiot! Wave!" Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Is it wave? Is it wave? <laughs> he's like this, like goofy smile on his face as he's like waving. Yeah, and this part coming up gets to me, but with him in this suit, well, it's after the fight, so let's get there first. <laughs> Of course, now he's everybody's cheering for him. They're loving him. He's actually kind of enjoying the spotlight being on him. Yeah. He he finally spots Jamie. He specifically salutes him, and then they're talking about how Turbo Man. Chad Chad did the salute. (laughs) (laughs) This is not on video. Chad did the salute. (laughs) That's like I'm doing it now. (laughs) It's also the Al Borland salute. That's that's all you home improvement fans out there. That's that's very true. (laughs) The Turbo Man gets to choose a child in the audience to win this very special Turbo Man doll. And then fucking Motorcycle Cop is somehow on his own float. And I'm like, do cops get their own float? What the <laughs> hell is this? Oh, yeah. And he was like all happy and just <laughs> see that it was fine. Y'all see that one officer, I guess they had like a trampoline on the float. And there was like one police officer that was like jumping in the air doing yeah, like yeah. backflips and shit. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> In uniform, no less. It was, yeah. In uniform. So I'm just, I got to ask, do you think your dad could perform those tricks on the <laughs> Absolutely not. No. No. <laughs> so now Turbo Man, he's still saluting everybody, and Booster says, better stay alert. Don't forget, Dementor will be jumping on the float here soon. And, of course, we see Dementor getting ready to do a spot, and he gets yanked away. So we can guess what's coming, but we'll get there. And Booster's like, hey, you need to go ahead and pick a damn kid. Dementor's coming soon. So, of course, he picks Jamie. He's like, you, Jamie. 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 
<laughs> Jeremy. How does he know my name? And, and, and I got to tell you, for someone that's getting to win an award, they make the kid go through hell because he's got to go up these they steps really over this thing. <laughs> I told Chris, I was like, that was, I was like, nowadays that wouldn't happen because no, like, that would be considered a liability. Had that kid tripped and fell down. Well, and not to mention the way this whole thing ends up developing. That organization, the the people that organize the parade, right. is going to get slapped with all kinds of civil suits. I am sure. <laughs> yeah, Not being yeah. practical. <laughs> well, I mean, look, well, it's, like it's he practically true. destroys one family's home when he flies through it. Yeah, <laughs> as they're sitting down for dinner. Well, I mean, hell, don't all superheroes destroy all kinds of shit every time they have that's a fight? True. Uh-huh. That is true. That's that's a staple of superhero movies. They got to destroy something that isn't theirs. Jamie Jamie gets up there and he's like how'd you know my name and of course he's like Jamie I'm your fault right as he's about to say do the damn dark that's kind of funny because like you know you had like a flashback I guess a nod to like you know Empire Strikes Mm -hmm. Back the whole like new guy of your father because Jamie I'm your fault and then (laughs) dun 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 Dementor but but not even that I'm sitting there going one it's just a little yellow visor. You can tell who's under <laughs> yeah. the thing. And two, yeah. your dad's got one of the most recognizable accents in the world. <laughs> yes. Although it was weird because I was telling Chad, like, was he trying to hide his accent just a little by even saying Jamie? Because, like, ah. it's really weird because I know they also, I don't know, they did, like, that little thing with his voice when he had the... The modulator thing. Yeah. yeah. But even it, that it, still... It, it's not enough. It's yeah. not enough. No. And I mean, but it's clear that his who face it was is pretty obvious behind that visor, yeah. right? And the voice. But now, like you say, here comes Dementor, and of course, Myron has taken over. He still wants the doll. He's like, "Give me the doll, <laughs> like, and no one gets hurt." Oh wait, I like where he's like, he shows up, and people, he's like, "Shut up, shut up." <laughs> he's like, "That's not in the script." Like, is, is that in the script? <laughs> I say, yeah, Booster's like, "This isn't how we rehearsed it." <laughs> he's like, "Shut up, Booster. No one shut likes up, you. No one likes you." <laughs> And punches him off the damn float. <laughs> and then all those kids attack him. And all of them are like, poor Booster. <laughs> Booster yeah, they didn't do anything to him. And, well, and Dementor grabs Jamie and he, he, he goes, ta-ta, turtle man. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and then this next part. He sends his fist flying into Turbo Man. I'm like, like his whole his actual fist came off. Like it seems like he's in the costume. Like that's where his yeah. hand is. Well, that's the thing, right? It's like this is supposed to be a parade, right? And these costumes have all those tricks, <laughs> yeah, exactly. and like dangerous tricks. <laughs> Call it's like for you know propelling stuff and shooting, shooting little, little discs, and discs and shit. That ricochet jetpacks that send you like God. How many feet did he go shooting up in the air later on? Yeah. And after he sends the fist, that's when Jamie tells Turbo Man, use your turbo disc. And he ends up knocking Dementor out. But then here comes the demon team. <laughs> well, I like here when you com- hit him with the, the turbo disc because his face. He's like, <laughs> he's, and he's like, oh, oh, oh. <laughs> his eyes just go left, right? You know? <laughs> and after the demon team showed up, here's, here's where Chad says Jamie earns his black belt because he kicks Dementor right now. Oh, no, <laughs> of course not. <laughs> Because he's like, hiya! He does that, that <laughs> kick and kicks him right in the nards. That's, he kick him in the nards. The mentor has him nards. <laughs> oh, shit. Now Howard's actually having to fight off this demon team because he's like, now he's not part of this. He's oh, but we got to mention, shit. too, that 
uh, Howard put the doll in Jamie's backpack. backpack. Right. Okay. Yes. You're right. He does have the doll. So the mentor's now chasing Jamie through the crowd. Jamie's climbing up a damn building. Liz comes over and gets <laughs> and no one's cop. helping. Everyone no says, one's, yeah, everyone's, everyone's just thinking this well, no, is part of the show. Because the cop says it's part of the show. And I'm like, that would be a dangerous show. But that then would she, be, yeah. she, she tells him he's not part of the damn show. <laughs> and now we get, like you said, here comes more danger because here comes Turbo Man using the jetpack. Flying. And of course, he doesn't know how to use it. He's never done this thing. So he's flying. And we find out why the last guy only has brain waves. <laughs> yeah, because this thing's flying, doing loopy loops. Spinning over, turning everywhere. Loopity loop 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 He flies through a banner, a banner, and it does the thing where it like wraps around crazily fast around a pole. So much so he's about to throw up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and like you said, once he releases from that, this is when he goes through someone's apartment, out the other side, and then into another building where it does that rubbery. Yeah, flies straight and <laughs> head on, just right into a brick wall. Oh yeah, and he just stand. It's just <laughs> standing there in place. Looks like one of those yeah. door stopper things. Yeah, that's <laughs> exactly <laughs> what I thought about. I thought about it. exactly a door stopper. Yep, I remember used to playing with those when I was a kid. I'd just lay on the floor and. <laughs> bring. Poor Josh. Maybe he really was a little poorer than us. <laughs> All he got for Christmas was a door stopper. <laughs> Bless his heart. <laughs> I didn't have any toys. I had a door stopper, damn it. Hey, you know what? That, what did they name that door? What did you name that door stopper, Nick? Hey, those door stoppers can provide minutes of entertainment. Exactly. <laughs> Josh was a little cat. Like, like <laughs> <laughs> he just clawed at it. Boing. Ah, uh, yeah. So now we cut back to the building. Dementor's trying to get Jamie. He's knocking a Christmas tree over that's on top of the building, and now they're both hanging over the street. And JB's telling Turbo Man, use your... Yeah, this is where you talked about, Chad. Use your Turbo Ring. <laughs> I think it was Turbo Ring. I think that's what it was. was. I'm yeah. pretty sure. Yeah, I know. Turbo I wrote down Turbo Ring here. Okay. So oh, nice. Had. Okay, he found it. Yeah. And, of course, he misses. Dementor grabs the doll out of his bag, but here comes the Turbo Ring coming back and hits Dementor, knocking him off. D falls onto this like giant present that's on the ground, I guess, or in the truck yeah. or something. Still has the Turbo Man doll, but as you said, cops around him here. What was it? He's like, I won. Yeah, I won. Like, victory. Victory. <laughs> and of course, at that point, Jamie falls off. He can't hold on anymore. But Howard saves him by flying and catching him as Turbo Man. And then he flies over the parade like he goes down and goes right above the top of the people. Do that dramatic flying. Takes yep. him to Liz, and Liz doesn't recognize him either. And I'm like, maybe it's like, the Clark Kent syndrome. I guess you know? so. <laughs> you put glasses on some on the superhero, and they still won't recognize him. <laughs> it's like it would almost have been better if, like, he's talking and and they sit, made a joke like, you know, you sound just like Arnold Schwarzenegger or just something like that. To throw yeah, that, that would have been hilarious. <laughs> but for me to actually believe they don't recognize. The way he looks under that, or his accent, even through the mm-hmm. the voice modulator thing, is still very thick, very noticeable. But I was like, okay, whatever. And then, of course, Jamie's sad because his dad wasn't there to see it. And that's when Howard's like, oh, but I was there, Jamie. <laughs> and takes <laughs> Now he's not Irish. I was like, <laughs> I, but I was there, Jamie. <laughs> oh, that's Irish. That's like Scottish. Scottish. Aye, laddie. <laughs> 
<laughs> well, I don't know. Do Arnold, Josh. Wrong part of Europe. <laughs> Try going east a little. <laughs> I don't do accents, damn it. <laughs> Try to go east a little. <laughs> <clears throat> so, yeah, the cop's coming over. He's bringing the Turbo Man doll back to Jamie. And of course, he's saying, We could use more guys like you on the force, Turbo Man. I'm like, Dude, you're he's just putting on a thing in a parade. I mean, Yes, it ended up being a real thing, but you're supposed to just believe it was all set up. I don't know why you would think you could use him on the force, but whatever. Of course, Howard turns around and does that smile, and he's like, shit, are you kidding me? It's you, of all people. <laughs> well, I don't blame him, because he was having nothing but bad luck every time Howard was around. That's true. That's true. Now we get Myron. He's being taken away in handcuffs, and he's yelling, I had it. I had it in my hands. Now here's where we go, right? <laughs> this, is where, this is where we go. Why is the black man the only person that gets carted off to jail in this yep. movie? I guess because he was the mentor. Hey, if he had been Turbo yeah. Man, what are you going to do, I guess, right? Yeah. I don't know. You're but right. Still, it, it looks bad. My point stands. It does. Howard it looks did bad. just as much damage. That's true. Very true. He wasn't He really <laughs> supposed to be part of the show. He caused exactly. Said he caused some damage, and he's and the one that caused the destroyed the family's houses mm-hmm. as they were sitting down for dinner. Yeah, and yeah. it was a black family. And it was a black family on top of that. Got valid points there. They got the they got the consequences, but he didn't. But granted, I don't know if it's going to work out. But Jamie does give Myron the doll to give to his son. I'm sitting there going, "Are you is he going to be home at Christmas at this point? I don't know." Right. That's not looking good for him. And of course, Howard's surprised. Like, you wanted that. He's like, why do I need a doll when I got the real thing at home? What you know what that means? Howard may have kept the costume. Well, the way his wife was looking at him, she wanted him to keep that costume. Yes, she was (laughs) turned on by Howard in that costume. That is for sure. Save me, Turbo Man. (laughs) The parade (laughs) celebrates. They put Turbo Man on their shoulders as they're celebrating, and then that's how the movie ends. Now, did you guys watch the end credit scene? Yes. Yes. Okay, good. All right. So we get Howard's finally putting that damn star on the Christmas tree, at least. And Liz is saying, you know, you went through all this just to get that toy. So what did you get for me? And of course, he gives that look. He forgot that shit. Too. He looks yeah. in the camera like, oh, <laughs> no. Breaking that fourth wall. Oh, shit. Like, and now at it's- first, I actually thought she was going to say, well, you did all of that for that toy. Like, what would you get me for anniversary or something like that? Like, yeah, kind of another, was like, you know, like another special day or something. for me in the future, you know? Yeah. Right. Oh, yeah. That would make but, sense. Because, I mean, she should know he just went through all that to get that for that day. I don't know why he she thought he would have something right then. Uh-huh. <laughs> it would need to be something later in the future. But apparently they were doing that to try to set up a sequel. I was like. You're going to start it off on Christmas Eve night and he's trying to find a toy, <laughs> trying to Who find knows? something by then. I mean, what the hell is he going to get? Something from the damn convenience store? <laughs> mm. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, well, oh, yeah, Christmas. for his story, probably. But I know they had a, a sequel eventually. Oh, with Larry, Larry the Cable Guy. I never watched yeah. it, but yeah. Me, me either. No, I haven't yeah. seen it. Yeah, we're, we're, I'm not, I'm not going. Yeah, no, we're not going to watch that here. No, I don't want to go down that road. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah. So now we're going to do a new segment on the show where we, I, I put out on Twitter to give me your thoughts on Jingle All the Way, and we're going to read those out. You've got mail. 
All right, so let's go down the list, guys. So first, we have my buddy CJ from the Talking Shiz podcast, and he says, I was surprised how they let that kid talk to him like an adult and get away with it. Getting mad and smarting off? If I did that as a kid, my dad would have taught me not to do that. <laughs> <laughs> and he put a gif of Arnold giving the thumbs up as Turbo Man at the end. <laughs> <laughs> well, he's got a point. I think most yeah. parents would probably, you know... Put their yeah. kid back in their place. Yeah. Probably, yeah. yeah. A lot of things but you can't, you can't show that in the movies. <laughs> but yeah. you know what? I have to say, even as a kid and stuff, uh, Chad and I kind of had our moments like that with dad to, you know, both <laughs> our parents really to some extent, you know, or it's like, yeah, it was I don't like, feel like talking to you. So I'm going to go to my door. Pleasant, yeah. though. Usually ensued right. a lot of yelling back and forth. <laughs> exactly. And Arnold just kind of <laughs> lets it happen, I think, is his point. It's just yeah. like in the TV shows, like, when, you know, those family sitcoms, whenever the kids would get in trouble with him, like, get up to your room. You're grounded. Like, I got my ass beat for, <laughs> <laughs> you know, breaking the rules when I wasn't supposed to. But you can't show that on TV. Right. Right. Not so, unless it's HBO. What? <laughs> I don't know. I show on HBO. Yeah, I don't know when it comes to kids if they'll show it on HBO on there or not. But they had that one episode of Roseanne where Roseanne spanked uh, DJ for stealing a car, and then she just fell to pieces. Well, because she episode. was really at that point, she but was I'm like, hitting man, him like, rather than spanking. I got spanked harder than that <laughs> multiple times when I was a kid. So, <laughs> you know, and my parents don't feel one bit sorry <laughs> about that. So, but anyway. Yep, and the It Takes Two podcast says, I love this movie so much, but can never unsee the fact that Sinbad, the normal human, shoots his actual fist off of his body to punch Arnie <laughs> yeah. at one point. <laughs> yep, exactly. Yeah, yeah, that's what we were just talking about. I mean, yeah, it does. That's like, is his hand like hidden back? So that's not the way it looks. It looks like that's supposed to be his fist. <laughs> yeah. The Sports Brews and News podcast says, That's my favorite Christmas movie. Oh, good for you. Yeah. And then V from Life Paranormal with V says, it's one of my favorite movies to watch during the holidays. She gives the rock on Christmas tree and laughing emojis. <laughs> <laughs> My buddy Mark from the Digital Dissection podcast says, I think it represents the same problem that a lot of that toy movies had from the air. Truth is, we very often didn't get the it toy of the season, but we were always really happy with what we got. That's true. That's true. Uh-huh. Yeah. My buddy Tim from the Unsecond Watch podcast. Yeah, I remember them doing this last year. They they touched on this one last year. He's like, it's pretty dark and chaotic. And he got to interview the director as well, which was pretty awesome. Oh, nice. So, yeah. So be sure awesome. to go check that out on Second Watch. They did a yeah. they back then they did they did a different kind of review. They would do a nostalgic review and then a separate review after they rewatched it. Mm-hmm. And then he also oh, had interesting. The, <clears throat> They still do that same concept, but they put them into one episode now where they do a half of it nostalgia, half of it. Oh, yeah. As a split it up. Rewatch. Yeah, so that's good. The Scottish Murders podcast says it's a fun-filled family Christmas movie. An easy watch. Which yeah. I agree. It wasn't yeah. hard to watch this. It's, it's I wasn't. down no. pretty easy. I didn't feel like it was slogging or anything like that. No, no. not at all. It keeps the actually just Once the, the pace is actually rolling, keep going. Yeah. Yeah. It snowballs. It's, it's a big snowball effect. Mm-hmm. Okay. The Bricked Pit Pit podcast says, as an unabashed fan of Sinbad, I love this movie. Yeah, <laughs> he was great. He was he, he awesome. was saying yeah. he was he really kept, I think, the comedic glue for mm-hmm. this movie that Schwarzenegger couldn't really like he played kind of the straight man to Sinbad, I guess you'd say. Mm-hmm. To some, you know. So Sinbad did a great job with that. 
that performance. Yeah. Completely agreed. Uh, Let's Rap says, amazing movie. Laughing out loud. (laughs) (laughs) Steve from Everything I Learned from Movies podcast says, he tags his wife. He says, my wife loves it. I just like the cookie remix. (laughs) (laughs) Off Radar, it's a movie podcast. The day after your, says, the day after your work Christmas party when your head is banging and you are sipping green tea. For me, this is the perfect Christmas hangover remedy. It's nice. basically a bad film, but a guilty pleasure. Arnie yeah, exactly. bad films good. Electric Sage Monkey says best movie ever. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Tells me I could use this as a future ep- normal episode if he says that. Hmm. There you go. And then Kevin, he's part of the one half of the Dig in the Dome podcast. He just put the gif up of Sinbad and Booster saying, you know what? Nobody likes you, Booster. Right. <laughs> that stays with you because that was one of my favorite ones. All right. And finally, this one goes on a little long, so I want to save it to last. Danny, at least I assume it's Danny. It's from It's a Musical Podcast. I'm pretty sure he's the one that runs Twitter. He says, objectively, I know it's a bad film, but I love it. Each year, me and my brother put it on at each of our homes and we live text the film. Put the cookie down is often quoted throughout the year, as is Balthazar. (laughs) He's like, I only know the same the name of Santa's reindeer because of this film, which I will say he's he's uh, in the UK. He's over there. Mm -hmm. So I don't know how how well knowing Santa's reindeer is a thing over there. Of course, we prove we don't know the Santa's reindeer. Chad almost (laughs) knew them all. But Chad almost had it. Yep. (laughs) I don't know about, but yeah, he learned it because of this film. He said, in fact, he says a few years ago, I couldn't find my DVD. So found a copy online. He said, there's an extended, possibly American cut of the film with extra footage. Never found it again, but, but I loved it. And I was, I, hmm. I didn't watch the extended version, but the DVD I have does have an extended version. Oh, that's cool. So I see what he's talking about. And then he says, it wasn't until four Christmases ago, I stumbled upon the post credit sequence and it blew my mind. I love this film so much. I even got some new pop Funkos, and he he shared a picture Sweet. of Howard as Turbo Man, and then normal Myron as the Mailman, and Howard with his candy cane that he fought off. <laughs> oh, nice! <laughs> Sweet. So that was pretty good. That was a nice lot of listener feedback. I appreciate yeah. that. I hope to keep that going in future episodes to get everybody involved. I'm glad people like because it it's one of those movies that I know is ridiculous, and like I said, it's not you know. A gr- great storytelling it's not your oscar winning kind right. of story or whatever but it's fun and it's ridiculous and it really keeps your attention going it's and you know it's funny it has great moments in there too good performances so for the most part right i would say no i agree so last thing to do let's rate this thing chad you want to start us off I mean, I'm going to go very middle of the road with it. I'm going to say objectively, I'm going to give it like a three. But I will say that I I like this movie because it is very nostalgic. You know, just kind of think about, you know, when we were kids and we saw mm-hmm. it and everything. And it's just got, it's, I mean, it's, it's, you know, a lot of it's really corny and sappy, <clears throat> you know, sort of keeping up with the Christmas movies and everything. But, right. you know, there are, there are some really fun truly entertaining moments that are just off the wall with it. It just makes it just a fun movie to watch. Like, you know, it's not a movie that I necessarily go out of my way to watch, but like, it's a movie that I'm not mad if I have to watch it. (laughs) 
So yeah, that's where I kind of sit with it. All right, Chris, go for it. Uh, for me, maybe like if I was doing a five star rating, I I would say probably just because of the little extra of the nostalgia affair with it that I have, I would probably bring it up to the, maybe the four star mark, maybe just because it, it is just a feel good a feel good movie, and I appreciate what they try to do with it. And there's I don't know, it's just it's good. It's nostalgia <laughs> for me. So that's probably a little bias. Just a little. Okay. So obviously I said this is my first time, so I don't have the nostalgia going into it, but I definitely enjoyed this movie. It definitely has some funny moments and I'm going to actually be right there with Chad. I give this three out of five flying Dementor fists. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Josh, you had that plan, didn't you? <laughs> <laughs> no, actually just reading through that. I decided to come up with it. That was good. I say let's, let's I know I said on previous episode, but for those that don't remember, I know next week we will have Scrooge coming full deep dive review. After that, it's still up in the air, so I'm not sure what will be coming after that. But just know next week you have a Scrooge right before Christmas time. Josh, you should read. Um, you should read a Twas the Night Before Christmas. Just do a reading and just release that as an episode. Oh, I don't think nobody <laughs> wants to hear that, Chad. <laughs> No, but it's really funny. I have to say, it's funny when you're when we're doing these things, these uh, these deep dives, and you're you're kind of reading through the events of your notes. I can tell that you're a dad because when it gets to like some of the more exciting parts, like you you actually hear the excitement in your voice. But, and then he's running, and he's running, and he's running, and then next thing you know, <laughs> so like I can definitely tell you have experience reading stories to people. To little people, but to little people, <laughs> to little people, well, to tiny humans, to tiny humans. <laughs> he means kids. I mean, kids. <laughs> the sticky type. Gosh, Jeff. Sorry. Oh, man. All right. I didn't mean it like that. I didn't mean it like rubber balls in their mouths <laughs> from adults. <laughs> All right, guys. Let's tell everybody where they can find you. We'll get out of here. Chris, go ahead. Kick us off. Uh, Instagram, it'll be X Topher of Oz, and then Instagram, Instagram, <laughs> and then Instagram. Um, and then on uh, Twitter, I was about to do it again. On Twitter, it'll be CBC Monkey. Uh, so you can follow me on either of those two. And, uh, you can find me on the Tweety Box and Letterbox at Green Screen Grin. All right, and as always, you can follow the show on Twitter and Instagram at YNF Movie Pod. You can always just go to the all-encompassing site, linktr.ee slash YNF Movie Pod, and it'll have Twitter, Instagram, everywhere it's available for podcasts. It has Letterbox as well. Be sure to come back next week as we talk about Scrooge. Until then, you guys take care, and I'll talk to you next time. <laughs>